when you skip cutscenes, uh, which I totally get in a game like Xenoblade because there's probably a lot of them and they're probably long. Yeah. Do you just go back to YouTube and watch summaries and stuff? So I have the gist of it. Like a lot of times when I cut the uh, the um, cutscenes, it's because I feel like I know what the hell they're talking about and they're going on right. too long. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I don't miss stuff. Of course, I can't predict every cutscene. But yeah, I do, like, if it's a game I care about, like this one, yeah, I do go back and go, dude, did I understand this right? And there's definitely stuff that I was like, oh, that's what they were doing? Okay, Mm -hmm. that makes the game even cooler. And I think that's partly why I like two playthroughs of a game more than one, is not because I don't always pay attention to the story, because you guys didn't listen to the podcast when Tim and I first started, but... I love story. Like, that's why I played video games. And then I kind of switched to, you know, this and new I, person I where it's just like, yeah, now I'm like, I don't care about that. But my point is, is that um, if it's a, a game I really care about, like this one, where I love the party, I love the world, I love the combat, I loved what I was picking up on it. Yeah, I do go back and go, okay. I want to I wanna know what the, if I missed anything. And then if I do a... Another playthrough, which this game immediately has, like in the menu, it has a new game plus. And I'm like, hmm. nice. I know it's a long game, but that is very tempting maybe so two or three years over, from yeah. now. Huh. Yeah, so nice. two or three years from now going, you know what? I'm, I have an itch to play this game again. Now I can do new game plus. And then that's when I already know the story and I'll start piecing even more stuff together. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. How do, how do these guys nail three just massive JRPGs? Like how do you And they're, and they're not celebrated enough for it either, I would say. The last no, two yeah. came out with I mean I, it feels quick to me. Like I, there have been 4 years of each the other. Size of them, yeah. yeah. That's that's crazy. That's, it is. That's and they're not a giant like EA studio. You know, they're like a, no. I'm not saying they're small by any amount, but they're not yeah. some giant studio either. They're not it's, Ubisoft, it's very... they're not EA, yeah. they're not Square. It's, it's impressive, not... man. Yeah. It and complete... then for it to come out and like it not have very many issues or glitches or crashes yeah. or anything, it's like how did how you guys This is a complete this? assumption. I don't have an uncle who works there, but here's my assumption is that this team works really well together. They they mm have an idea of the vision, they all share it, and then they just mm-hmm. charge ahead and do their thing. I feel like a lot of studios that take forever <laughs> on a thing that makes us all scratch our heads, it's because they probably Clashing don't ideals. have really clear, and they also don't have a clear cutoff, like, hey, we're stopping here. We're not going to let the game grow beyond this point. We're doing this thing. So yeah. I think that's what happens. A lot of indie studios have that happen, as we've seen. Uh, we, we talked about it last week with games that are kind of, where'd they go? Where'd they, they disappear to? And that's, I think that's what happens. But anyway... That's a good intro, though, to the show. We'll, we'll get back to some other stuff we're playing, including Xenoblade Chronicles 3. We'll talk about some new stuff we're playing, uh, movies that are out and watching, shows that are out and we're watching. And I, um, oh, we're already recording. We are. Yes. Yeah. I thought we were doing, like, an intro conversation. Okay, good. Yeah. So was it? You, you talking about... Yeah, you brought us in. You were the cold open. You were the cold open, Derek. Yeah. And well, then, then I uh, should probably say I didn't break up with my girlfriend. I did say that real quick as a joke. <laughs> oh, no, that, that was not recorded. <laughs> that, that didn't make it. <laughs> Nobody well, knows. in that case, I did. Nobody knows you're talking I did break up with my girlfriend. Now it's public record. There we go. That is fantastic. And then we're also, Jeff and I have been talking about this this week, so sorry if other three of you don't want to do this. Jeff and I do. And that's our Backlog Hall of Shame part two so uh, it's yeah if you don't have uh games yet maybe while we're talking about new stuff that's out jot down three games that you're like 
All right. These are ones I wouldn't mind diving into over the next, let's say, four to five weeks. I don't know why I'm thinking that amount of time. It's not like stuff starts coming out like crazy. And yeah, no, four. not at all, Tim. Yeah. but uh happening in october at all really <laughs> so so yeah um so at, at the very least jeff and i will do this and hopefully you guys are up for participating too at least and we'll set up some rules for that too and then headlines and and a few other things so let's just jump into some new games that are out i want to start with metal helsinger this is a game that uh dan played the demo of i actually didn't over the summer but i did play it um over this weekend already a little bit so uh, it came out i think on wednesday it came out this past week uh, on Game Pass, and you can buy it elsewhere. Oh, it is, is on that... Game Pass, okay. It is, yeah. So I downloaded it there and gave it a pretty decent run uh, yesterday evening and a, and a little bit this morning. I played a little more. Hmm. This game is, uh, it's just, it's super. I mean, it's not a game that I'm going to spend a ton of time with, but it's just got, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Like this is, this is a Doom game. Basically, it's a Doom, uh, what do you call it? It's not like Rhythm a ripoff. Game. Yeah, yeah, it's Doom Rhythm game. It's not a ripoff of Doom. It's like an homage a little bit to yeah, something like yeah, Doom, yeah. but it doesn't really play exactly like Doom. And you, yes, you're running around no. fast and shooting demons, but uh, but it's all set to rhythm. So your your aiming reticle, and Dan talked about this, has these little arrows that are coming in from the side, and there's they're, they they got to match up with kind of the static ones. Mm -hmm. And so if you can swing your sword or shoot your guns or whatever weapon you're using um, on rhythm, the then you do bonus damage, you start building up combos, and then you can do these crazy, brutal finishing moves. And um, it's very satisfying, and it feels cool because the music is just churning nonstop. Everything kind of has this driving kinetic, yeah, it's, thing it's to it. And then, and, yeah. and then it'll even tell you, like, hey, when you hit 16 multiplier, then the, the vocals kick in, and then it starts just like metal screaming at you. So, like, <laughs> and that's not even the kind of music that I'll put on, but it fits so well with this game, and it feels cool when you activate that. You're like, sweet, and you're just destroying demons while something's oh, yeah. screaming at you. And it just it works, man. It works really well. So, uh, I only played through the first level, beat the first boss, got to that second area. They gave me my score, and then um, I uh, I logged off to go do something else. But I might I might circle back to it. It's it's good fun. It's good fun. It is. Um, it's a so it's a cheaper game. It's forty bucks. Um, so when you actually when you finish the tutorial and then the first level, you notice there's not like a ton of stages. I think um, I think there's only like eight to nine, maybe ten, somewhere between eight and ten. Um, okay. So it's not a super long game. I, I think it's definitely more about the replay, uh, replayability, like you said. Ar end, arcade you a, game. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So at the, end, at the end, you get a score. There's like leaderboards. Yep. So you're like, oh, let me try to out Lots, of, lots of combos else. and like how accurate. It'll tell you how accurate you were on the timing. So it's mm -hmm. very rhythm game meets shooter. Makes, how many headshots you had, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And and the points are all based off of your, you know, how you performed, if how long you had the time 16 going, um, mm. how much damage you took, how many lives you lost, so on and so forth. Um, and the lore itself is wrapped around. So the character is the Hell Singer. So there's like this like prophecy of like her coming down and she's gonna destroy Hell and Satan's like Nah, bro. She's like a demon Little Mermaid because she goes down yeah. there and then loses her voice, so she yeah. doesn't have a voice at the yeah. beginning. Exactly. So like so they Surge bat. has to be the voice for her, basically. Surge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I know and he's one of many musicians no, he is, that yes, contributed yes. music to the. And it's funny because yeah. it, it's like this country western style voice, like, and he yeah. actually says, "Like, I got a story to tell you, so sit her down and listen." Like, he kind of has this huh. sit at the bar. And you wouldn't guess out. it would be metal music, yeah. And then, <laughs> yep, And yep. you wouldn't guess like that he's gonna be the character that he is when he does finally yeah. show. So exactly. Um, so anyway. Uh, which is cool, yeah, because you get two default weapons, so the sword and the and the skull, the skull shoots fireballs, and the sword is a sword. 
Um, but I mean, for me, and and same with the demo, dude. It's all about the shotgun. Like it's the shotgun. Which you get just, really early, which is great. Yes, it's so satisfying. And, and when you get to t- the time sixteen, and the vocals are kicking in, and like you're basically the drummer, like with the shotgun, because it's <laughs> yeah, just the, yeah. the the boom of, of it's the, the kick of drum. The shotgun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just it feels so good when you're actually like, yeah, you're timing it right, Line. and you're not. And the shotgun it. isn't rapid fire, so you have to you have to pump yes. in between, so it goes yep. like, it's like, and so the drum beat might be going boom. Boom, boom, but you're going boom, boom. Exactly. So you're doing like this really cool rhythm, and it's a shotgun, so you're not hitting yeah. like with the with the skull. You could hit on every single beat. Yeah. With the right. shotgun, you have to kind of space it out a little more, and it just it feels really cool. Like you actually yes. do find yourself grooving with it while you're running through killing. And things. same with the reload. The reload, you're actually timing to the rhythm yes. too, because like yeah. you 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 know use all your shells, and then the you'll have to reload, and and that will make it so you can shoot pretty much immediately. If you miss the reload, it yeah. actually takes a few extra seconds, so then you're losing, you know, potential of that um of the meter. They but, do uh, have a uh, calibration system too cuz they realize yeah. every gamer is going to have a different setup. Some yeah, folks are going to yeah. be using Bluetooth and all different kinds of stuff. So they at the beginning offer do you want to calibrate your sound if you're using any kind of remote wireless. So I didn't even bother calibrating. I just said let me just try and see how my setup works and it worked fine. But I could see and it'll even ask you like cuz I had <laughs> At the beginning, especially, I was like, I don't, I'm listening for the beat, and I'm not sure. I didn't notice the reticles at first, like the little arrows at first. Yep. I feel dumb for not seeing it right away. But anyway, um, so I, was mi- I missed like five or six in a row and actually asked me, do you want to calibrate your sound settings? Oh, okay. So it'll like prompt you if, you're, if it seems like you're having trouble. But... Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, do you want to calibrate or are you just bad at the game? <laughs> it's kinda <laughs> like when the game says do you want to go to easy mode? You're like, shut up. Tim That's... Tim's not metal enough. <laughs> Tim's just not metal enough, obviously. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's perfect for me because I like, you know, I, and it's not just screaming because I know Jeff and I will tease each other, but like, I don't like metal that's only screaming. I like when it's like powerful, clear vocals mixed with the screaming. Me like, too. I like that mixture. So yeah. in the game, like the main vocals, like I think when you get to times eight, depending on where you are on the level, he'll start screaming. And then like, that's when it kicks in. Like, so in the second stage, it's a female vocalist. Um, yep. and she's just belting the notes, so it just it sounds super rad while he's seeing. And and that's some of my favorite metal is duet metal, yeah. like where you got yeah, a guy yeah. and a girl, like really, really, yeah. you know, harmonizing together, trading yeah. off. It's good stuff. Yeah, that happens in in, in this. I think game what Kyle's saying is Evanescence is. Just I just crazy. heard Evanescence yeah. too in my head when he said. <laughs> yeah. No, I have like maybe a hundred bands yeah. that are way better than Evanescence <laughs> that do that. So. Yeah. But like her style of singing, like yeah. in the second level, like the who I forget who because it says in the beginning like who the vocalist is. Yeah, um, who the band it, it, is. it sounds. It sounds. I can't. Rem- I don't remember her name from Evanescence. Amy Lee. Amy Lee. Amy Lee. Thank you. It sounds a little bit like that. So that's kind of what yeah. they're going for there. But yeah, yeah. it's it's super fun. I, I I love the demo. I I'm I'm on the fourth level. I still find it very enjoyable. It's it's super awesome. So are you you so you got it on Game Pass too? Uh no, I got it on my oh, PlayStation because okay. I wanted uh. I just want oh, a PlayStation because you, you hate your Hey, wallet. I could have this for free, but I'm I a don't phony. know why I have to explain this every time. Renee uses phony. the Xbox. I want to play whatever the fuck I want to play. God damn. Phony. Phony. <laughs> also, I want trophies, so. Yeah. Trophies. Oh, come on. Yeah. Boo. No, I got I got you. I need to have metal trophies Boo. that you guys don't have. So. Great. <laughs> you know, Since it's, when did we great. get Colin on our podcast? I probably wouldn't have. Um, purchased this but i am glad it's on game pass because i played it i'm like hey this is actually uh surprisingly enjoyable like even because based on how you described it, and i watched the demo of it and mm-hmm. some of the playthroughs and i'm just like okay this is kind of interesting but i don't know if i'm in the mood for a doom like right. and it's not really truly a doom i mean it is you also have to try it if you have yeah, game yeah. pass just go give it a whirl because you're not actually like holding l2 or or 
whatever and like aiming like it's just like you're, it's just free aim but you're yeah. so you have I to kind of get used to that video so. games and metal music and i have no interest in this yeah so. it's worth a shot on free. Pass, i won't download it so thank hmm. you for sharing yeah, you should. You're very, very open-minded of you. Very yeah. cool. I'm that guy that comes on the post and like, I'm not interested in this game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, we all felt it. Game. We were here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of stuff glad that you enjoyed it, don't care about it. Speaking <laughs> of games that Derek and probably the rest of you won't care about, you suck at parking is out. Leans and, forward. Uh, <laughs> Kyle <laughs> leans forward. Yes. I'm the only one playing this with you. Oh, are you still playing it? I thought you were like, nah, it's not for me. Well, no, no, no. I'm gonna go back to it. It's just okay, got it. Little Orpheus is occupying my time. Well, Jeff, what do you think about it so far with uh, with, with what you played? You say Little Orpheus or Little Little Orpheus? How dare you! Almost got me to spit my soda, jerk! <laughs> Go for the low hanging fruit like that. I should have expected it from you. Oh jeez. <sighs> so yeah, it's Dan and only Why am I even animals? here? Why am I even here? It's never so, any, um, any Jeff, of us. So, uh, Jeffrey, what do you think about you suck at parking so far? No, it's it's really fun. It's uh it's I think the tagline is it's the only racing game that focuses on stopping, and that is incredibly accurate because <laughs> yeah. you are racing against the clock to mm. get to a like I think starting out you get two or three parking spots per level, and mm. uh, they're in some of them are in really high to reach places, so you get like a boost or like one of those levi- thing that levitates you up or whatever yeah. throws mm. you, um, and it, it can get really challenging. And there's also also fuel management to uh, consider. Um, so if you run out of fuel, then your car stops and you're parked, and it you'll get a sign that comes up that it's like a circle with a. It's like a little no whatever. parking sign. It's a little no parking. It's, goes, it's the Ghostbuster yeah. sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you come to a complete stop at any point, whether you run out of gas or you just break, and maybe you're waiting for something, the timing or something. Yeah. Then then you lose that run. Like your car will stop. A little no parking sign will pop yeah. beside you, and you have to start over with the new car. Yeah, you'll so. be restarting levels. A lot in this a lot. game. Think like, of it like there's a, there's the a, there's a, a rope fight. You just you just press Y and you start level. <laughs> think yeah. think of it like um, if you ever played the trials games. I've talked about those before. Mm. I think. Yeah, I, think I love trials. Yeah. Oh, you do like okay. I so it's got trials. that it's got that same vibe of like okay, here's a level. It's very easy to start out with. Learn the basics, and then it, the difficulty starts to ramp up, and then in later levels, That's it gets to the point. It gets to the point later where you're like. I don't know how anyone's ever going to beat this. Trials has that same vibe. Yeah, Trials, the first four stages are my favorite stages. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Eh, <it's> <laughs> yeah. It, gets, it gets super tough. So this has that same. This has that yeah, same I, I haven't even cleared the first. There's The, the levels are kind of split up into islands. Like the first island has uh, two two levels that you go to. And then each level has like sub-levels of like six or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, that first island, I got to the very last one. And I was like, oh, this is way too hard. This is way too freaking hard. <laughs> There's a lot of like going around and having to jump up and then go back around again and then jump another level. And then by the time I get to the like inches from the parking spot, I run out of gas and, and I just That's don't so get annoying. enough momentum to go there yeah. to the spot. So, See, I, um, I didn't I didn't even realize that this like race. I, I just honestly assumed it was just a game about parking. <laughs> like, no, no I, that it's, would almost be more of, but, it's almost more of it's almost more of a um, you're, like you're controlling a shuffleboard piece yeah. and you're because like, you have to get it to st- kind of come to a stop okay. in a thing. They just let you control the car on the yeah, level yeah. so you're trying to stop in the spot it's almost yeah. in the perspective too is almost kind of like it's micro machines or something where it's like a tiny yeah oh, okay <laughs> and uh yeah. and, and it kind of makes a perfect it makes it perfect for multiplayer there are quick matches you can do where it's just mayhem and there's just tiny cars running into each other trying to park uh <laughs> and that's actually this is kind of a good game for that it seems yeah. like it'd be a fun party game hmm. although they haven't added online co-op play yet that's they have that little thing on the the menu screen it'll say you know, like party with friends coming soon. Like the idea is like, oh, cool. 
they launched the game, but they didn't quite have like matchmaking with friends set up yet. Yeah. It's just random it's just matchmaking matches, yeah. for now, but they're going to add that. Um, but yeah, the campaign mode, which is essentially single player mode where you're just trying to get a high score. Um, I, I don't love the way they have the world laid out. I like the idea of in the main world, you just drive your little car around on these little plant platforms and ramps and there's no stress. You can go fast, you can go slow, you can crash, do whatever you want. Like that part's fun. Like give me a little world to explore. That's cool. Uh, you know, in between stages, but they do, they do a poor job of directing you where to go. So you kind of have to wander and find the next level and then find these cannons that will shoot you to a new Some island. Are way harder than others. And you really need to go in order. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, oh, crap, this one's literally impossible right now. And I need I don't know. I need more practice, basically. It has a bit of that arcade, even even mobile game scoring to it, where it's like when you finish a level, if you if you finished it at all, we'll give you these little red cards. They have a little heart on them. Like so you've completed that. But if you finish it only using the number of cars you need for each spot. So if there's three spots and you only used three cars on that attempt, then you get gold uh, yeah, little symbols instead. I'm, I'm trying for the gold. And then that doing that will unlock what's called these master courses. And so I made the mistake of going to try some of those. I've only completed a handful of those. Those are insane. I mean, I'm talking about fireballs spinning around. And if you there's there's certain spots where when you go underneath a um, uh, a stoplight with a little line on the ground, as soon as you cross that, a little police car starts chasing you. And they, they're like homing <laughs> missiles. They'll come right after you and you have to wow. like try to avoid them because the, and as soon as get that far. as That's soon crazy. as they even bump into you your car stops and it'll say busted and that run is over so you can't even let them touch you and it's these little cars They'll, there's these things that are like spotlights so you have to almost go stealth mode because if it sees you it'll shoot out a homing rocket at you like there's all kinds of crazy that sounds absurd. attacks that start coming at you and I, <laughs> that's when i was like you know what I think, I think that's it. But then I go back to it. I've gone back to it a handful of yeah, times. Yeah. You know, tried to fight my way through levels. I see but it gets going back to it for sure. But it gets there's a couple of levels where like there's one you get to ice eventually. So just imagine on the first world, it's normal pavement and it kind of the physics. It's very physics based. The physics makes sense. But then they introduce ice levels, and then I'm just like, this is infuriating because you're sliding all over the place while trying to do this thing. But there's a level where you have to you start at the bottom and you have to go up this giant spiral up to the top. And there's a number of breakpoints to go to the different parking spots. And the entire way up, there's a rotating fireball shooter in the oh middle. And it's like shooting out towards every area of the ramp. So you have to like what time. What does this have to do with parking? <laughs> <laughs> they really uh, found a way to like dark souls this freaking parking right, game. Yes. That's ridiculous. It, it, feels like, it feels like Trials a little bit mixed with like um, if you ever played mario maker where you have crazy levels where sure. if you do it just the right way it actually looks and feels awesome because you fit right into this pocket of where the the fireballs aren't and you kind of like can complete that space so like when it works well it's it's pretty cool um but yeah it is it's an interesting game but one thing i wanted to point out real quick before i move on is i didn't hear it until the ice area it might have been in the earlier area and i just didn't hear it but in the ice area the music kind of shifts in the levels and then that's when I heard the theme song that was in the trailer that Jeff had been talking about, where you get this little, it's a very sweet sing-songy <laughs> choir singing, you suck at parking. It's just like real sweet and just kind of this, it almost sounds like one of the choir songs from Far Cry 5. <laughs> like, it just very, it's just very sing-songy and nice, yeah. but it seems to kick in and it's probably just coincidence, but it always seems to kick in when I'm hitting like my 20th try on this ridiculous level. And then all of a sudden that kicks in right there as I start again, I'm like, shh. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know Where? I suck. But anyway. 
creative little game. It's also on Game Pass. And, yeah, um, that's the only reason I played it. I would not have spent money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this is one that needed to be free. Otherwise, I yeah. kind of had written it off as this is probably going to play like a dumb mobile game, and it turns out it plays like a pretty fun little arcade game. But yeah. um, uh, but then there's also, and I, I remember this one being revealed at one of the indie showcases. It was either Nintendo or ID at Xbox. I want to say earlier this year. It may have been last year, but it, I think you got it right. I think it was this year Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. One of those two showcase this one it's called wayward strand it's got really unique art style i believe you're like on a cruise ship trying to you're on a uh, airship which is basically oh, an airship basically, okay. basically just a blimp basically like a hindenburg type so and so tell me about this i mean what's what's your vibe on this game good bad in between uh i got it on pc um i, I feel like i barely touched my switch poor things neglected um but uh the uh it's 20 bucks or whatever um so it was on sale so i got it for like 18 uh, mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's just a side-scrolling kind of narrative thing. Um, but it, it's almost like too light on gameplay. You're literally just picking dialogue and interacting with patients at this hospital, makeshift hospital that's in a uh, an airship. Um, and um, and like there, there's just like one thing I got to commend the game for is there's always conversations going on and you can miss them. Like you can mm. just you can overhear somebody talking over here and just be like okay i'm busy whatever and have something else going on and you can totally miss that conversation and miss those notes that you might get from that conversation so like your character is a young girl who is wants to be a journalist or whatever so she's investigating what's going on in the airship because there's something quote-unquote off about it so she says um so she's going around asking people like why did this nurse quit and uh you know is so and so happy what happened to this patient that died recently um and sometimes you'll catch staff interacting with each other if you you can like hide behind a wall or whatever, uh, and and you can overhear them talking to each other, and if you don't move out of the way in time, somebody will come out and go, "Were you there the whole time?" <laughs> like it's it's very interesting how like um, almost procedural it is to depending on your actions. Like it's like, oh, interesting. That's that's crazy that it, they kind of went the voice acted or you read? Yeah, it's voice acted. Yeah. Voice acted. Okay. Um, but uh, other than that though, it's a little too it's a little too passive of a gaming experience for me to like. I don't know, fully invested. I already uninstalled it. <laughs> I played an hour and I already uninstalled it because I was like, yeah. this is not the pacing of a game I want right now. Like, I don't want Spider-Man level of action, but you got to give me something, man. You got to give me something more than just walking up to people and talking to them. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much all it is. And you have, um, first off, you, you're taken to the airship by your mom, who is a nurse there, like the top nurse, whatever they call those. And she uh, is like, basically like, just help out because we have a government somebody from the government coming in three days and you get a clock uh, that tells you how much time has passed. And uh, you have to find out pretty much all the dirt on the place in those three days before somebody from the government arrives to inspect the place. Um, So yeah, that's the premise. Cool premise. Some of the stuff they included is really rad. Um, But otherwise gameplay wise, I mean, this is one of those trash indie games that Derek craps on all the time. So, uh, and I actually, I'm like, okay, I get it. In this, in this <laughs> case, I get it. So Derek's playing it right now. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, I don't even know what we're talking right about. Now. I, 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 I wish, I wish he, he was here every week so I could see that smirk when he hears his name. <laughs> I zoned out until you said my name. Yeah. I didn't know what you're talking about. Um, so some of the other games that arrived this week. Tell me if you guys are, if any of you have even just diddled these a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm going to list this one because I think it might have been on Monday. 
Oh, yeah, this was this week. Freedom Planet 2. Have you guys heard of this one? Uh, it is basically looks like a Sonic the Hedgehog ripoff, although you're, you don't have a oh, you don't have a hedgehog character, but it's a side scrolling like yeah. like a lot of the running and speed and spinning looked a lot like, you know, Sonic go fast. I played Gotta a little bit fast. of the first one. I, I completely forgot. They yeah. So that one that one just came out. Looks Does pretty the character cool. Say that? Does a character like I got to go quickly? <laughs> Yes. He's like, yes. I like hot dogs instead of I chili dogs. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I like bratwurst. Uh, another game, another game that came out. I don't know if any of you are trying it. It's actually a Square <laughs> game, and it's yes. Voice of Cards: The Beasts of Burden. I haven't played any of those, but I I played the demo of the first one. I I, I liked it. It's a card game, it right? It's a card RPG, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't played that one either. What about Little Orpheus? I thought someone mentioned that one. Yeah, I, I'm playing that. that. How is it? That came out in 2020 on Apple Arcade, so that pretty much means nobody played it. Uh, yeah. So didn't, I think didn't I think had it's... Apple Arcade for a while. I did for a little bit, for a minute. There. I did. I had it for a month, and I was like, this is ass. I'm never Derek remembers guys. that. <laughs> he is so proud of Apple Arcade. <laughs> He's so I, was trying... I have it. All right, cool. I was being Let's so about positive about it, and Derek yeah. was just gut-punching me with every... I was like, guys, but it's... He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, little you did, did, did get a free trial. <laughs> no. Was it was a free trial? That's when I got it. Um, uh, but uh, I tried it on on my iPad and two years ago when it came out, and I was just like, I'm not feeling this at all. Um, but I guess the exclusivity ran out, and they were able to release it on consoles and PC this week. And um, every level's broken up into episodes, so I am on episode like five, and that's like halfway through it. And uh, the premise is you are, it starts with you being interviewed and they kind of tell the story through flashbacks, but you're being interviewed by this general that you report to. Um, your mission, which was a top secret mission, was to go to, they, they did discover Hollow Earth, so your mission was to go there and kind of blow it up so people can actually occupy it and live there. And um, so he's like telling all, the guy that you're playing as is telling all these extravagant stories about his experience with Hollow Earth to the point that the general, every time you tell a story, is like, you're just making this up. Like, you're clearly just making, <laughs> oh, sure, you were swallowed by a whale and you you escaped. Okay, sure, sure, buddy. It's like some Kojima nonsense. You know? Um, yeah. It, there, it's, it's a comedy game. Like, I mean, the story oh. is definitely being played for laughs. Uh, and uh, And every time a chapter ends, it has like this really old school TV voiceover of like, Will your hero get out of this scenario? Stay tuned for the That's next fun. episode. It's really because funny. this is the creators of like um, they did Dear uh, Esther and uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 everybody's yeah. gone to the rapture. And this oh, is that's like a, a way more... different type of vibe. Yeah, those are very serious. Yeah, right? yeah. This, this is a side-scrolling like narrative game. There's very light puzzle stuff, very light stealth, and very light platforming. So there are elements of that where you kind of have to avoid being seen and stuff like that. Um, and the environments are just really cool. It reminds me of, of Brothers, where like each level is like a totally different extravagant thing, where you're in like a lost city with a different civilization, sure. and then the next level you again get swallowed by a whale, and then the next level you're in like this ice area where walruses live and stuff. Um, it, yeah, so it's it's really cool, and it's uh, it, the pacing's really good. Each level is about like 20, 30 minutes, so it's not mm-hmm. it kind of flies by, and it's it, again it's very funny the whole time you're walking around. It's voiceover of your general interviewing you and you responding to him. Okay, and this and, is hit. Uh, this just hit all consoles, right? Not just PC. Yeah, it did console and PC. Yep. So you know, this is one of those ones that, you know, you've got my curiosity a little bit, but I feel like if it hit PS Plus or Game Pass, I would download it and give it a whirl. But it you would know, be I, good there. I feel yeah. like it's reviewing well. 
I've seen at least a couple reviews for PC, and yeah. it's getting like eights and nines and stuff. Whereas yeah. on Apple Arcade, it was like sevens because it just plays horribly on mobile. Yeah. Like no, get out of here. No way. Yeah, I know, right? Who saw <laughs> Kyle that? doesn't buy it. Kyle doesn't buy uh, it. Who saw that so it's, uh, you're talking about Apple, right? They're like the big dogs, you know? No way it runs back <laughs> there. Well, I know we've got a, we've got a couple other. Uh, at least one other game and then a couple other, uh, like a TV show and movie. I want to get to those in just a second. But I want to talk about some demos that are out. I know the games yeah. aren't officially out yet, but this is a but very unique. just came out because they, of PGS, They I just think. came out, yeah. T- uh, Tokyo Game Show. Um, I love when there's a any kind of show like this because it usually means, especially on Steam, you're going to get some kind of special, mm-hmm. at the very least, some sales. At the very, very least, it'll be like a sale by this publisher because they're doing this thing over at this show. Uh, but not only do we have sales, there's multiple sales going on right now, by the way, and uh, some of them should still be on when you're listening to this. Uh, but there's also a whole bunch of demos. So if you click on their TGS banner and go to the demos, there's a ton, all kinds, of, and they're broken down by genre. There's a lot. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that I look at and at a glance with the title and the artwork i'm like no there's a lot of that but there's other things that i see and i'm like hey this looks interesting um but one of the things that steam doesn't have as a demo but it does have it as for a pre-order but ps4 and ps5 as a demo is wolong fallen dynasty and dan i think you played this a little bit too i played the demo for derek did too derek you might have played it okay so i played it for about an hour today um and I want to get your guys' thoughts. Let's, Derek, let's start with you. And then, Dan, what are your guys' thoughts on Wolong, the demo so far? Like, like an hour and a half, two hours. Um, well, I mean, if you've played Neo before, you're going to immediately feel like it's Neo. Um, I do it's see Neo, some... Right? So. Yeah, I, I see some big differences while it still does feel like Neo. But I feel like this could potentially be a better but more annoying game. Um, (laughs) So I I do think the combat's better. I like the loot system because Neo is just overwhelming. Like, I think that's why I got fed up with Neo too. It's just like, it's constant loot. Most of it's garbage. There's 50 gazillion systems in it. I'll admit, I tried to learn it as best I could. I know I don't know everything. You want to ask somebody who knows everything, it's, it's Sasan. He really does know that game inside and out. But this one, I'm hoping, from what I've played, like I said, I'm about an hour and a half, two hours in, I don't feel like it's as, like, as far as systems go, is is as confusing. But I do think it potentially, from what I've played so far, can be way more annoying without, like, co-op. So if you're trying to just solo everything, you're going to get frustrated a lot. Like, I thought... So it's pretty cool. I'll explain the system real quick that that makes it a little bit different. Like you have your character level, so it's the same soul stuff where you're collecting. Uh, I don't know what they you're collecting here, but you're collecting souls, um, and then you level up with that soul. I think so they call it spirit character. in this one. Yeah, it might so be spirit. spirit. I know. Yeah. So I know. Wow, crazy. It's a spirit. Um, they call them blows. <laughs> so because it is a very spiritual game. Um, so you, you level up your character, but as you play a level, you're leveling up, what is it, your morality? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I know it's so, a new word. It's something. Yeah, I think it's morality. So you're leveling up your morality, and you'll see that every enemy has a morality level as well. So if you're, like, morality 5, and you're trying to fight an enemy that's morality 10, probably going to get wrecked, unless you're really, really good at the game. So... 
that was what I was doing as I was running into harder enemies in the beginning because I didn't read the morality part of it. And so I was like, oh, well, this game is really difficult. And then once I started catching on, then I was like, okay, you just got to be smarter. Um, so there's different systems in the game that I think can make it easier as far as if you learn the systems, you understand the world that you're fighting. But I still just think, like, for instance, I don't, I'm sure you guys who played it fought a tiger. It's not that hard to find one. They're ridiculous, and they're everywhere, and they're extremely aggressive. I only now, encountered I finally, one, and it killed me, and then I was i think that's when I, t- I was like, I think I'm good for now. That save point, right? It was kind of right behind it a little bit. I think so. I don't remember. I didn't. Yeah, I, that's I think it's about as far as I got. One. That's, that's a like, morality 10. That's the easy and one. then you run into a morality 16, which is only a little bit away from a morality 20 version of the tiger, and they're extremely aggressive yeah. and very powerful. But that's where this game, I think, is also pretty cool, is it has a lot of magic to it. Wow. Um, so I was going to say that, yeah. So it's got a lot of, like, Elden Ring type to it, where you're playing, you could be leveling up your character like I am to make him a strength build, but also you have magic to your disposal. Now, if you want to level up your magic, then your magic becomes more powerful, too, but you still have it. Yeah. So... For instance, it really did help me against the tiger when I was able to get fire blast off on him, and then he's, like, melting. Um, There's one enemy, literally, he was melting, like, losing HP points the whole time, and I hit him in the very beginning with a magic uh, fire spell. Well, to that point, can I say this, too, where at the beginning, in these games, you usually pick a class, right? You're going to pick, like, samurai or warrior or something. In this game, you do, but they're not called classes. You're actually picking what god or i guess deity yeah. and and it's then like tied to it yeah and then that one like whether it's earth or fire or whatever element that you pick is going to determine the magic that you use that derek just yep, talked yep. about or maybe it's going to be whether you really focus on defense or support or um messing with enemies um i picked fire as well that was the default yeah, one and so i went with that um, um even cooler yeah. though the, so it's not even just the elements and you're mentioning the gods you can actually literally summon them you literally summon you them literally yeah summon, like a god so i had the fire one is a phoenix which is it's so badass. it's so cool yeah 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 i changed mine to a tiger i figured which they're fucking annoying so i'm going to send one after them <laughs> So I just kept sending that's a tiger. Good logic. That's really which, el- which yeah. element is that? Fight fire with fire or tiger with tiger. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. I mean, the tiger was really good. I just yeah. switched it to him. I didn't pay attention to the element. And I was okay. just like, ah, this one looks cooler. Because I don't really like the fact that the, the bird is just like hovering a little bit and shooting fire and missing yeah. sometimes. It's not like oh, it's no, heat seeking and like guaranteed yeah, yeah, to hit yeah. him. So I was like, I'd rather have a tiger running around crazily ripping people to shreds and that's what sure. it was doing mm-hmm. that makes sense i think in general the the combat feels really good i think uh like any game it would take some getting used to this is just a demo the game doesn't actually come out until it says early 2023 so um hopefully it's february 24th with what they're releasing i know they're just releasing you know a little portion of it which there's a boss fight and i'm sure it might even be two boss fights um in the game i haven't gotten to the boss yet but um I feel like this game's done. Like, they're probably done with the game. They probably just need to QC it. That's probably yeah. why they're okay releasing the demo. Tight, tight I don't think this one's going to get delayed. Um, yeah. I, I, I agree with you because the systems are already so deep. They already yeah. give you the different... Yeah. Here's the different weapon types. You can go dual wielding or sword or unless this game was done. Yep. And yeah. then um, range. By the way, if you like range, there's, you know, bows and crossbows. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
they the tutorial i would argue is actually a little overwhelming so you have to kind of be ready like okay i'm really gonna learn this because the tutorial itself is like okay now here's this weapon and here's this new weapon here's a whole new weapon set and here's how you do magic and here's how you summon and that kind of thing can feel overwhelming um so I think Actually, it, um, it runs the risk of that a little bit right out of the gate, but it is cool. This is a day one Game Pass game. Oh, it is okay. a day one Game so Pass. So if you have oh, Game Pass, yeah, it was it was shown during Xboxes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so but, here's my thoughts. And it looks on great it. too. I, think, I wanted to say it looks fantastic. I think, I think if you great. have a PC or an Xbox and you have Game Pass Ultimate or whatever, I think you got to give this one a shot. If you're the type that is anti Souls game, that's fine. What you need to understand is that. These games are not that hard co-op. Like they don't like I brought in two guys just to run around a level before I went to dinner tonight and we were destroying everything in its mom. And I wasn't even that good at the game. I was still trying to learn it. These people obviously had just started playing. So my point is is that you get these um I forgot the item. These items that you can call up co-op partners and okay. they give them to you like all the time. And it's the same thing with Neo. Like Neo, you can play the entire game co-op, and it's not like you're sitting there for like 45 minutes waiting for somebody. There's usually people that jump in pretty quick. On the demo, I had two guys within two minutes, and we were running the level. So there is fun to be had here, even if you're <laughs> anti-souls. What's that? He said that's yeah, to Dan. Said. No, Dan, that's, that, that was to Dan. Everything you're saying is yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like the um, I like the the pairing uh, system and just like it, first of all, the way that the character moves and like the fluidity of like his flips and stuff are super sick. Yeah, um, I like this. It's got way... some Sekiro elements to it here and yeah. there, like little touches yeah, yeah, yeah. that remind me. I was gonna say, like, what's the speed? A little bit speed better. is fast. It's fast. So it's fast, like, like, like Sekiro oh. or Bloodborne, or you know, you make even faster, like, like Ninja Gaiden. It, like, you know? like, Neo. Like Neo. Oh, well, sure, I have yeah. played Neo. You did say at the at the top of this. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it feels much, like Neo. It's much faster, like especially same kind of doing... like same kind of weight to the character animations and everything too. Like, it just, I think so. Everything I feel about like it feels this is a little bit heavier than Neo. I feel like Neo is a really fast chaotic you don't feel powerful at all i can say again you have to pay attention to your morality level and the level of your character but like now that i'm fighting the tigers and i know what i'm doing i am definitely putting i can feel more weight not only with my character but the power yeah. of my hits are very impactful and i can see me tearing up these tigers a lot faster whereas the first time i met a tiger it was just like Dead. It, it like, has it has a little like uh, spirit meter, and as you do your normal attack, that builds up and allows you to do a spirit attack, which is like your heavy essentially. Yep, yep, yep. Or you can do your magic using that meter as well. So they, I think it's a pretty cool, very simple, but but a very workable system to get you to use your normal attacks, but then mix in your specials and your magic as you get a chance to. But if you overdo it, that can swing down below and yeah, yeah. And, uh, and mess you up. I just want, you know what I want, and this is coming from a guy who absolutely loves these Souls games, and, and this one I'm going to love, and I'm pretty sure I'll be on the podcast talking about how amazing it is, or I will say I hate it because it's too hard. But, like, <laughs> I really want more, like, games, and I'm not saying I like this game, so just let me get it out. More games like uh, Jedi Fallen Order, where it's like, mm. you have that Souls-type system, but that isn't scaring people away like they were more focused on telling a story yeah. while still being a little like difficult you mean punishing, um, not punishing you and taking yeah. away shit that which so, is like i sarcastically yeah. put stop making 
me lose shit forever because I die twice in a row. <laughs> like, it's true. To ruin the cup. Is that in this game too? Do you yeah. lose like your puddle of souls? No, that's a little okay. different. Yeah. You only lose half, and then yeah. I think even when I died again, it didn't take a half again. You just yeah. lose a half. And then if you do recover it, you recover it. If you don't, you don't. Okay. But you never lose all of it. They don't. They don't. So here's another thing. But I it still punishes real. you. Is the point? Like yeah. If you're so like, harsh, still it's stakes. Let's yeah. say I'm running around the level, and my morality is a twenty, which is, as far as I can tell right now, it's the highest I've seen. And I'm running around the level in morality twenty, and I die. You automatically drop to a morality sixteen. So you have to build your morality back up. Plus, you lost half your spirits. So you can go back and recover this spirits and you can recover some of your morality but you're not going to if you kill the let's say you kill the tiger that killed you you're not going to jump to a morality 20 but you'll get your spirits back but if you die to it again your as far as i know your spirits are gone permanently again you only lost half so it's kind of like sekiro because sekiro did that too it had a system where you didn't always lose all your your um whatever that was in that game um your souls in that game um but this one is every time it's a half. It's not like a game where Sekiro was like, randomly, you didn't lose it. Now you did, and that type mm. of stuff. Um, so it still punishes you. It's not as bad. But again, it's like every Souls-type game. You either want to learn the systems and get good, or you don't. If you don't, it's not for you. If it yep. if you are the type, so like, I'm intrigued by the way this game looks, the way it plays, blah, blah, blah. It's definitely a Souls game. If you're not into those, don't bother. I mean, bother if you have Game Pass, but don't buy it if you don't have Game Pass. Yeah, the same could be said even of Elden Ring, a game that came out this yeah. year. It's certainly not for everybody, and it's one of those things where it's like if you don't kind of really like the way it looks and plays and the exploring, if you don't like those things, then yeah, don't waste your time. Like, Boy, it, it sure did sell. It, it sure did sell like it was for everybody though. So I'm thinking about all the mad people out there who are like, "You're right, Kyle. Wait a minute." Right. Right. Well, this game was I, way too hard. You know? was gonna be like but action, I will say, like Elden Ring did do a good job of bringing in a lot of new players. Not just yeah, because I think, of Sekiro. I think this is the biggest boost in fandom uh, sure. that, I, that yeah. from software has. has There's played. a ton of people that are like, I never played a Souls game before, or I only beat Bloodborne, I hate all the other ones. I love Elden Ring. There's a <laughs> You're lot just of the... describing me. I've only beat Bloodborne, <laughs> didn't get into the other ones. So, yes, Kyle, for every... I don't know. I don't know what the ratio is, but it feels like a lot more people got on board with Souls-like mm -hmm. games than than were pissed off feeling mismarketed to. People yeah. certainly were mad about it, without a doubt. And this I one's that not open world. This is yeah. more. This is open this is area. yeah, just like That's Neo. Cool. Um, just like Neo. So it's not going to be like oh, okay. Elden Ring. It's okay. going to be like Neo. Yeah. And I and I'm coming from like a different angle. I actually like Sekiro the most out of those games because it, to right. me it's it's thick it sticks out as being the most different. And this kind of feels like that. Like it's it's different, not exactly like the uh, well, the dark things, you know what I mean? Yep. So, well yeah. we've talked about Sekiro before, so I won't repeat myself, but I I feel like Sekiro was probably the coolest one as yeah. far as like I don't know, just everything about it, but I had my issues with the leveling up system and the way they did that, but yeah. still a it's really, funny. really cool goal. And this game yeah. has that... Oh, I do want to mention this, because I, I, I love this about this game. This game is nothing like The Witcher, but all I hear is, like, the Witcher-type music playing as I'm playing this, and I'm like... The music is great already, yeah. I love it, and it sounds like The Witcher music. Like, I don't know what part of The Witcher... I don't know if it's, like, a... 
when I was playing The Witcher, like calming part where you're just kind of running around the world and you would hear this like whimsical melody or whatever. That's what's playing in the background the whole time. And I'm like, I love this. This yeah, a lot feels of, a lot of winds, cool. a lot of like winds and yeah. flutes and stuff, mm-hmm. and it sounds fantastic. Feels really good. Yeah, yeah. So it it sounds like you're talking about the Skellige song. So yeah. when you're on the Viking Island, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's when I I remember that still sorry, Witcher 3 real quick. I still remember when I went to Skellige and I saw that map and I was like, what is this? How is this <laughs> They packed in another game into this game? There's yeah. another game in here. Um anyway. uh, yeah. And it's also a, a much more beautiful area than the first area, oh, and the crazy. music's better. It's like, so it's like you walk just, off the boat, you're like, why did I just spend 30 hours in that other crappy? <laughs> is this Witcher 4? What just happened? <laughs> Um, uh, anyways, I could talk so, about that game forever. Dan, one of the other demos that came out I want to hear your quick thoughts on was Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, it's on the PS5, I, I think. I really I wanted to the, get to this demo. couldn't find yeah. the demo anywhere else, right? I think that's all the only place it's at. Um, it might be on Xbox Series S and X, no? Oh, okay. It might be. I, 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 I know it's like it basically the, uh, the X consoles. and S. Yeah, con- it, just okay. not, the, not the Switch because uh, Harvestella is only on the Switch. Right. Whereas yeah, Square's on, trying to spread it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think about uh, Valkyrie Elysium? Um, I liked it. It's so it's a lot of uh like kind of like Norse mythology going on there, you know, with Valkyries and talking about Odin and and Fenrir and and wars going on with gods and so on and so forth. It it opens up to this very kind of like epic uh explanation of that. Have you stuff. played other games in the series before? No, so this series I'm actually pretty unfamiliar with. Okay, um, okay. I I know uh, Valkyrie Profile on PS1. Was that uh-huh. a turn-based strategy game? I don't know. I, I thought turn-based. I think it was I, just and I think wasn't the second one like a side scroller? Like I think it was on the PSP. I think that was the perspective. No, so I think the second. So Valkyrie Profile Two was on PS2. Okay, okay. Okay. And then there might be one or two other games that are like prequels, story-wise. Yeah. And, and I think one of those is on PSP. I think so. I, I, think, I think that's Lenith? a Lenith. Sounds. I think familiar. that's right. I think that might be a side-scrolling. Okay. Like. Uh, or at least side perspective. It's still a yeah. JRPG, the, but the, like the perspective of the series, from what I remember in my head, picturing, I think it is almost this side to side, like turn based RPG. It's very, it's very unique. They had a DS game too, by the way. Oh, okay. maybe I am thinking about a DS game and not a PSP game. That might be right. Yeah. I know that I know that there's either one prequel or two prequels, other than Pro- Valkyrie Profile One and Two. It's a very weird game, and it feels like it switches genres a lot because this is like yeah. an action RPG, right? So, like, yeah, the franchise yeah. is fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this I'm is. I'm actually interested in this and Solstice, which also had a demo in case you guys didn't. Yeah. Know. So, yeah. yeah, Solstice, I actually play. I played that on stream. Um, that one's more like a Devil May Cry, Bayonetta yep. type of action game. So that one's really cool. Um, yep. Valkyrie Elysium is, I mean, obviously not on exact par with Wolong, but it's more of like that type of action RPG. So you have like your, you have like your basic attack, strong attack. You have a dodge move. You can do magic. Um, she actually has like a grapple, th- um, like energy grapple thing that you can actually launch yourself towards an enemy. So there's there's actually like things going on with the, the systems and mechanics that makes it more fun to play. And there's more things going on, which is why I was being snarky earlier versus uh, Harvestella, Kyle. Because um, Harvestella is like, all right, so now you're going to do combat and you just run onto the battlefield and you're just slashing. And yeah. I'm like, so can I dash or can I block? It's nope. Nope, you can't. And See, I was like, Dan, Dan's been infected by the era of all dodge roll games uh, for every game. No, I get it. I that's the very first thing I check for is like, yes. what's my maneuverability in a game? You know, and if, uh, if you're gonna do the whole turn-based thing versus action thing, then if you're gonna if you're gonna say this game is action, th- there has to be default a dash move or dodge move. Yeah, there has to be absolutely. Like, 
It doesn't. It's kind of like if you're going to be a third person shooter, you got to have a cover system. Otherwise, what are yeah, you? Doing? I'm yeah, a, I'm a, I'm going to. Uh, real quick, there's been five games officially, at least, in this okay. franchise. There's Valkyrie Profile, which was in, came out in the U.S. in 2000 on PS1. And then there was the enhanced port called Val- Valkyrie Profile Lenith, which was on PSP. Okay, so Lenith, that's the that one. Oh, a, that's, okay, okay. That was a port of it. Then there was Valkyrie Profile 2, Silmaria, which okay, was yes, yes, yes. the sequel on PS2. Then there's Valkyrie Profile Covenant of the Plume on DS, came out in 2009. Then Valkyrie... <laughs> and stupid-ass title. Ana- uh, it's <laughs> Japanese, for sure. Yeah. Valkyrie Anatomia came out in 2019. That does not sound... Wait, what? On what? On mobile. Oh, oh. I, I, did we even get it here? Series, guys. <laughs> I would bash it. It's it's already offline. So if you didn't play it in the last few years, it's already that war was gone forever. Sorry, guys, you'll never gone. get that. Story. Yeah, you'll never and, know. You'll and, never know. Uh, so and not gonna play it anymore. That's what. That's so, and not gonna live it anymore. I think um, I think Valkyrie Elysium is the reason I bring that up is because it's essentially resurrecting a dormant for thirteen years franchise. If you don't count yeah. that weird mobile yeah. game interruption, I will never. Yeah. Then you've got. You've got and and also you. It's actually more Hard of a rule. No, fifteen. Rule. It's been a fifteen-year thing since it's been on a console. Like the last one was on DS. So and and technically, a, so this is a sequel to, well, like, so the the headline of the article I was reading it was like twenty-three years uh, since the original one, like a sequel to the original one. So I, I don't know if it's a sequel to the first one, but then then two is a sequel to. So I don't really know. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, Thanks, it's, it's actually it's actually a sequel to not a prequel. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like the uh, I like that the mechanics. This again, feels kind of like Kingdom Hearts, like where it's like we don't know oh. where the timeline this takes place. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> it is a sequel. We're it gonna throw some mo- we're gonna throw some mobile games out there, you know. But I think visually, it's it's um it's not like ugly by any means, but it's not like it's not amazing. It's not so it, has, it has like a, a little bit of like almost like cell shaded background going on with 3D models, so it's okay. It's not gross looking, um, yeah. but again, the, this is kind of part of the stable of what I've been calling the like B tier like games that they're releasing this fall. Um, yeah. Not meant to be insulting. It's just it's they're not like AAA. They clearly tier. don't yeah, have. The, we're not have the same yeah, budget. Don't Please don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly. yeah. That's why the tier <laughs> exists. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. and this is just to keep us moving here. I think another game that falls in that B tier is Harvestella. So I played that demo. I, I played that demo too. Um, but I played it on Switch, and Dan, you made this point in our chat, and I agree with it. It might not be totally fair to judge all the visual capability of this game because of the Switch version. Right, right. I assume it's going to look better, but it does not look great. It looks like a like a two gens ago game. It does not look yes. great, um, and but it plays fine. That's the like. So it doesn't play great. It does not have amazing gameplay, but it does play fine. Like it. it it works. Yeah. Um, so Harvestella is basically if you've played like Rune Factory or those kinds of farming slash RP action RPG games, it's it's in that same vein. Um, and I think over time you're going to be able to really dig into the combat more than a lot of those games let you. I think with classes and things like that. But so, at, at the jump, it's really simple. Yeah. One button to do every action. Even with farming, it's switch your tools with these set of buttons, and then one button does the action. See, so I appreciate that because farming in a lot of these games is really tedious. Yeah, so I like that it's quick, and you're just kind of like, it, all right, so I'm doing. Again, it, it works, but it's not something where, and I'm someone who can really get sucked into these really dumb. We talked about this, like simulation games or life whatever games, and even just the opening where they have you do a couple rounds of farming. I was like, right, this this just doesn't do it for me. I don't know what it is. It's some, sometimes it clicks and sometimes it doesn't, but I would just say in general, I'm a little underwhelmed because I know this is a $60 full full oh, release. Crap. It's coming six, out. Um, wow. 
So, so I play more nah. of the farming sim oh, stuff no. than I think the rest of you guys. So I, I would assume that with the farming aspect specifically, it will get more complex and like oh, there will be more for sure. you can do. Yeah. Um, and, and with the combat, so there's like classes, it looks like. And I think I yeah. was reading something where somebody was saying one of the one of the like abilities you learn is like a dodge move, but it's like all right, but don't don't put that behind a a wall so to speak. Like don't make it so I have yeah. to learn how to dodge. Like the dodge again should just be there by default. I think. Yeah. Um, I agree. So I don't know. Again, we'll see. It's it's. I only played a couple hours of the game. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. It's okay. It's not amazing. Um, but there's a demo out on Switch, so it's a good chance to go try it. And your um, progress does carry over if you happen to love it. So. I'd say if you're gonna only pick one, as of right now, I would say Valka uh, Valkyrie Elysium is definitely the one that I would prefer buying. Of the B tier Square stuff coming out, you mean? Of of these two. Between oh, those two. two. Okay. Um, yeah. Dio Field Chronicle. I'm very excited about. So. Yeah, that comes out this week. This coming week. Um, all right, there's a couple of big movies and shows that are out. I, the one I'm most interested in, selfishly, I kind of want to hear the most about uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners yeah. because uh, I'm, I'm loving. I love when a game. Okay, I mean, it's, I, this that sentence is weird. I don't love when a game struggles at, at launch, but I love when a game that has struggled. <laughs> struggle. We all love Cinderella stories, Tim. That's yes. what you're trying to say. <laughs> I love when a game that has struggled at launch and it's like kind of hard to watch. It's like, oh man, that's tough. Even though I didn't have those experiences, like I see, it's just tough to watch. It's so cool to see it make a swing back in the right direction. Doesn't like no happen. No Man's Sky, right there. No Man's Sky is a great example of that, honestly. But I know a lot of. Uh, I think Destiny is a good example of that. Like Destiny, kind of was like. Fantasy fourteen. Fantasy fourteen. The most successful RP MMO. So it's kind of been cool to to hear about how CD Projekt Red has been able to recover. At least in some ways, not in every way. I think they still have a lot of ground to make up with certain fans. I get it. Um, but anyway, all that to say, lots of good news coming out for the game itself. Big DLC next year, big expansion next year. Um, bunch of updates that just hit. We just we were talking in our chat about how the the concurrent player count has it's at the most it's ever been uh, on Steam at least. And so I think it's at number one above Elden Ring. It's on yeah, sale it's, right now too, half, like half it, off. You know, yeah, it's uh, like twenty. Yeah. Bu- I've checked it on Steam and it's twenty bucks. I'm like. Yep. Was this a yep. typo? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, it's, it is on yeah. sale. Go get it. So yeah. things are cooking with that game right now, which is awesome. Kyle talked a little bit last week about some of the improvements in the last episode. Um, but tell me about Cyberpunk Edge Runners, this anime, uh, and and how you think this might have contributed at least a little bit to some of the momentum that they're getting back right now. Well, besides Kyle and I, is anybody else watching it? Not yet. No, I don't yet. remember today that it was. So I'll probably after. This. I added it to my queue because I am very interested in seeing it. Because I'm also thinking about getting back into the game too. So. I think Kyle. I don't have further that, ahead. So oh, okay. Uh, I think Kyle might be further ahead than I. Did you finish it, Kyle? Oh, I didn't finish it, but I, I'm like uh, episode four or something like that. Oh, so we're at the same place then. I finished oh, cool. episode good. four. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. It's really, really freaking good. Yeah, and the, you don't like like anime's not that you don't like anime. Anime's not usually your like stop on entertainment right. or whatever. So right, yeah. um, it's it's really cool that it's winning you over. And uh, how many I, episodes? Ten. I don't know. Is it ten? Okay, ten okay, ten. ten. ten well, episodes. and and just an hour two. It's not a long stay. Yeah, there it's like twenty three minutes, and if you skip the uh, intro song, it's like twenty two. Long, minutes. but the intro yeah. is so good. I love it. Okay, so let's start there. The music in this anime yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like just from start to finish, the music in it, the yeah. intro, the outro, all important anime ingredients, I would say. Yeah. But like very fitting to cyberpunk. It's not like J-pop music, you know. It's uh, it's it's music that would fit inside cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, very very cool stuff. Uh, the animation's great. It's Studio Trigger. Uh, y'all may have recognized some of yeah. their work from uh, Star Wars Visions, you know, but more 
But yeah. if if you watch anime, it's uh, it's uh, probably more known for like Kill a Kill and like Darling in the Franks and stuff like that. So very beloved studio. They have a very particular style that when you look at it, you're like, ah, yeah, that's them. Uh, this Pearl looks Mare, very much which I know Jeff actually watched. I watched that recently. The movie they Pearl did Mare? that oh, one. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. oh, interesting. Okay, which is visually insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's just... what's movie. Promare? Promare? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, so yeah, I, you know, there's there's a lot working for it, and I, I guess the big question I keep on getting is, uh, you know, hey, if I play the game, does it like enhance the experience of this anime? Oh yeah, 100 percent, yes. Yeah, they're very good companion pieces. Uh, to the point where like playing one makes you want to watch the other, and watching one makes you want to play the other. But not to where um, you're gonna miss out on things if you haven't done one or the other. I don't think so, no. But I think the enhancement that you get from knowing all the lingo and stuff like that, you know, it's like the world, you know, right? they're gonna yeah, be throwing they're gonna be throwing out terms like edge runners and uh, okay. we're gonna yeah. zero yeah. them out, yeah. you know, and hey, my hey, Choom, you know, and what a gonk, and you know, like so if you don't really stuff know the that context, you've heard in the game if you played, yeah, the game. absolutely, yeah. Uh, a lot of visual cues like the cell phone ring is the same. Like uh, David is living in the same apartment style as V is in the in the, it's like uh, the same building, the oh, same okay. yeah, the area. same building, yeah, because they they oh, really? they they go to the same shooting uh uh, uh thing, like practice yeah. shooting thing and right. stuff like that. that. Was, I was so, going to ask is are there characters from the game? In yeah, the, all the all the fixers are in it. So you you meet Wak you know Waka uh, Wako excuse me from the from the Japanese district. Uh, she's actually the person you're doing your very first mission for in the game. Um, uh, yeah, and like, uh, you know, a big, big name drops like Arasaka and stuff like that, you know, like all, all the stuff that's in that game is there. I think you even like meet one of the boxers. A pretty huge part of the story too. Yeah. Almost yeah. right off the bat because of the equipment that the main character has on them. Yeah. Like and it's all, it's, Arasaka. it's all about like a, a kid who kind of loses everything and has to figure out a way to pick up his life. And he turns to a life of crime and like mm. to, to, to live in this city and, and to, to be a life of crime, you kind of have to become more machine than man, you know? So it's about like kind of his slow loss of humanity as he's like changing his body into more of like a robot. It is very cool. I get lots of hits of like Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that in this. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. some like the gore factor and just everything like that. Which by the way, lots of gore, lots of nudity, lots of, it's very, it's very adult. Sign yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> Legion, the Legion of Kids cannot like, I'm watching anime now. So, I mean, it's basically the, the same crowd who played the game and wasn't like, if you're cool with what's in the game, you're going to be cool with what's in the show. Oh, basically. Yeah, I mean, There's you go to same locations, like, oh my God, I know that, like, parking yeah. lot. Well, I mean, I even like place. content wise, it's like if, if the game was too much for people to watch or play, like, or to have kids around, then the, the show is probably too much too. Oh, like, yeah. it sounds yes. like, it sounds like yes. the same level of like adult. Yeah. I mean, there are people in the, the anime walking around and like, they just have like sexual equipment on their junk while they're walking around. You know what I mean? Like, and they're God, just walking it was like the, the street. First five minutes that he's yeah, walking yeah, up to you're, building, yeah. There's somebody blowing somebody else. I'm like, what yeah. the hell's going on? <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, all right, all right. All right. It's a Kyle, we see that in Colorado all the time. We're used to that, but these guys aren't yeah. used to that. Nah, you know? Yeah, we're really open minded here. He's yeah. doing it in uh, Kyle's front yard <laughs> right now. I don't know what's going on. In the little shanty town that's two two blocks away from me. Yeah, they're all doing that. And in Florida, we all know things happen in Florida, of course. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Only with gators. You know, yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm glad I added this to the queue. I'm looking yes. forward to uh, do. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a show that I. I'm like, let me just try an episode, and next thing I know, I'll probably watch through the whole thing. Yep. And then I'll be like, I have to play the game again now. Like I have to actually yeah, start yeah. over because I. It's been My too long. My understanding is there are more major, major characters from the game that show up in the show. I don't mm. know in what context. I just saw a screenshot of a character that's very, very. Well known from the game that shows up in that's cool. 
in the show, and I just haven't gotten there yet. But um, even yeah. then, when they when they do a good job of making you care about this world, this setting, what's happening here, the city, and like even if even if it's not a ton of character connection, but it sounds like there is. But even if there weren't, it's still that sounds like the kind of thing that's gonna make me jump. Like same thing happens yeah. in Star Wars. If I play a Star Wars game that isn't necessarily directly connected to the movies, it, that doesn't matter. Like uh, like even playing the Old Republic, it's not directly connected to the movies, but not sometimes yeah, that makes me want to just go in and start watching the exactly. movies again. Like, yeah, sometimes you just. Sometimes I'm playing the game and the, the movie's out on the other screen oh, and the other side. <laughs> Kyle, stop it. That's too good. I know. <laughs> um, all right. And then another movie that came out, I want to, another movie, that wasn't a movie, that was a show, but a movie that came out that I know at least some folks who listen, and I don't know if you guys on here are big fans of the Clerks movies, but Clerks 3 is out, which I didn't realize yeah. that was, Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that was already releasing. Yeah, he released um, it. The same way he did Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which is hmm. uh, he just went to fandom and said, let's just do special screenings for this. And they did like, I think they did one night for that movie, but it was a big turnout. It was sold out at my screening. It was a lot of fun. Everybody was there for the Kevin Smith humor and they were just losing it at every poop and dick joke. It was so funny. <laughs> yes. um, so Clerks did the same thing, except all their screenings sold out, sold out on Tuesday very quickly. So... They were like, okay, let's add a Wednesday screening. So my screen wasn't wasn't sold out or anything, but uh, everybody there was just like super hyped for for the Kevin Smithness of it. Yeah. Um, which I admit, his humor is kind of hit and miss for me, and has always been that way. Okay, but, I didn't want to be a downer because I've always yeah, felt that way. But when yeah. he uh, and I'll be the upper and say it's some of my favorites. So yeah, yeah I get that. I love I, Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> but when he hits, though, it's like. That's one of the funniest yep. things I've ever heard. Like it's there, there are some, scenes from some, some of his really movies that I'm like, that. this is my favorite thing. And then yeah, there's exactly then there's like chunks of movies where I'm kinda like, all right, let's get like it just yeah. depends, man. It just depends. And I know it's still great though. Like I understand these are cult classics. For sure. And Clerks Three uh ends up being I really like Clerks Two, by the way. I know a lot of people didn't like it because there's like a music. I you're the first person sappy. I've heard this from. Yeah, you're the first person I've heard this from, but I haven't had a lot of conversations about Clerk Two either. So that's not to be like, you're lying. But like yeah. I was, like, I thought we all liked Clerks too. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that Kevin that was, Smith uh... has gone on record and said it's like it's my favorite movie I've ever made, and I'm like, oh, all right, pump the brakes, dude. But okay, I get it. It's yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. You made Dogma, I mean, bro. Why you did chill chasing out a Amy bit? for crying. Out. Let's calm down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this one it reflects Kevin Smith's very real uh, heart attack that he had a few years ago, That's right. uh, where the main character has a heart attack. One of the main characters has a heart attack, and he comes out the other side, and he's like, you know what? I talk about movies so much. Why don't I just make one? So it's about them making a movie of their life. It becomes very meta in that way. Of course it does. It's about them yeah. making Clerks one. <laughs> of course it does. Uh, well, it's, his it's last like four ridiculous. movies have been like meta commentary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jane Silent Bob reboot especially is. It's all. I would say that's more meta. meta. Oh, okay. Uh, but, okay. So it doesn't go Clerks, to that. Okay. Okay. Not not to that level, but at the same time, by the end, you're like, okay, this is almost too meta, but but it, in a okay. sweet way. Like it's it, the movie ends up being like Kevin's most heartfelt and mature movie that he's made even though he doesn't remove he's not saying i'm not doing dick or poop jokes anymore he's doing all of that but there is like a really there's a core and a heart to the movie which i can't really say for like yeah. jay and silent bob reboot i just can't say that like that movie is just full of jokes and you're just there for the ride uh actually there is a there is a heart to that movie though it's about jay being a dad and stuff so um but yeah this one i don't know man i just remember like the i think the the last half of the movie everybody in the theater was like just intermittently crying. It was just a lot of very emotional movie, and I was very oh surprised by that. Uh, yeah, I swear to God. It's a Freddy's movie. People feel <laughs> it's things. Derek, uh, Derek hears the word emotional, he just starts getting all uncomfortable. 
It's yeah. all because you guys don't know I secretly cry every night, so I can't handle it. <laughs> I don't well, need movies it's to make okay me to share. We assume we assumed that. Yeah, I don't need movies to make me cry or yeah. video games. I just do it on my own. Okay. Let's go, man. So is, of heart is, in it and you need yeah, a hug? It's it's really good. Yes. It, is this hitting wide release? I saw more screenings on the weekend. Okay. Uh, this coming weekend, I, I I I don't know if that's. But then it'll be on a streaming. It'll be platform. on demand like in a month. Yeah, it'll hit streaming so. platforms quick. I yes. imagine. Sweet. It's really good though. Listen, I know there's other, maybe a couple other games and movies to talk about. Can we do those at the very end with some quick hits? Because I want to get to our Backlog Hall of Shame. Uh, yeah, let's do it. If we could. So the Backlog Hall of Shame, the idea here is everyone lists three games. And here's the commitment that you're making. You're not committing that you're going to play the entire game because you might be like, dude, I'll give you like one evening of this. And that's it. That's fine. Um, but Jeff and I, were kind of better on the idea of like, all right, maybe it's in that 10, maybe 15% range of the how long to beat average, like for the main story. So whatever the game is, let's say you have a 10 hour game. Can you give it at least an hour and a half, maybe just to see if that game is your thing. And if you're like, nope, I'm giving, I, I got other things I want to do. That's fair. You at least gave it a shot. So these three games, in my opinion, do what you want to do. I think they should be games you haven't done that with yet. Like if you've already put like two and a half, three hours in, or maybe you're halfway through and I've just always wanted to circle back to it. You can list it if you want. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm mostly focusing on stuff that I'm like, dude, this is something I've always meant to get to, and I might have fired it up for a second, but I never really played it. So those are that's that's how I'm that's, choosing these. Those are like the three that I ended up picking too, or games yeah. that I fired up for like maybe the first level and then never touched it again. Yep. 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 So for the sake of making sure that you guys have a chance to, and I know, I know that Jeff's got his, I think Kyle, we talked about, it. you might have yours ready, but I, yeah, I scrambled and got mine ready during the podcast. So <laughs> I will, uh, I'll go first that way in case I say something, you're like, you know what? I want to switch and steal one of those. Cause that's also on mine. <laughs> like you could do that if you need to. I like, I just yeah. thought of you beat sleeping dogs and I didn't even list that in my, I didn't beat that <laughs> game yet. Yeah. I granted, I played like six hours of that game, but I just never beat it. So yeah, I wanted to put that in the notes too, is that um, last time, just for a little refresher, um, Dan, we selected for you out of your choices. We, but last time we did five choices this time, it's only three. Just keep it moving quicker. But um, Dan, last time we chose mass effect Andromeda, which you gave the, a good effort you, you played it a good amount and you were like eventually like you know what i'm good i've played enough to see that it's not my favorite and i might come back to it which is yeah. fair and i think jeff came to a similar conclusion with his which was bioshock which was i get it and i see why everyone loves it i'm just not in the mood to like see this all the way through and then i put like, I put like three hours into it yeah. um kyle i think you're in the same boat with you tried plague tale and skyward sword didn't you i tried to play both because i was like oh i don't like this so i switched to uh, the other one and i was like oh i don't really like yep. this either so, so you just weren't feeling it but that's the whole point yeah. it's like all right let me finally just focus on one of these games that i've always avoided and maybe you'll confirm like you guys kind of did like yeah i can see why maybe i never really dove into it because i was always a little hesitant or maybe it's the classic case of i'm just not in the mood for this genre right. that that happens too yeah. um i happen to get sleeping dogs which Fortunately, is one of the better uh, kind of GTA type clones. It's more of a mafia clone, honestly. But anyway, it's one of the better versions of that, and it's awesome. And the story was mafia. great. Yeah. And I think I spent about 15 hours total with it and loved it. And it was a fun little start of the summer game for me. Um, so I, I was glad to to finally play through that. And then Derek, I don't know if you ever dove into Metal Gear Solid or Ocarina of Time this summer. Did you ever? I uh, did uh, Metal Gear Solid, but it was terrible on PC. I need some I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard that port's awful, yeah. Got it. So I bought it that night, and then I tried it, and I was like, no. Yeah, but you actually, need a better version. 
I want to do Bayonetta, which is funny because I just made a post today asking people to vote for what I want next. Yeah. And I said, whatever loses is what I'm going to play. I saw that. And, <laughs> which means nobody voted for Stranger of Paradise and Thymesia. So it looks like Stranger of Paradise is winning. But I, I forgot to pay bit, put Bayonetta on there. And okay. so I want maybe to we maybe we pick for you between too. a couple of yeah, us. Yeah, I, I know um, what to pick out of those two for sure. Yeah, so do I. All right, so <laughs> so here's mine, and you guys can select for me. Here's my three that I narrowed it down to. One of them is from last time's list, and I just wanted to include it again because it's still there. Something. These are games that I'm willing to dive into, that I'm excited to play to finally try. Batman: Arkham Origins still on my backlog. Still haven't really tried that game at all. I wouldn't say Batman: Arkham Knight. I've played too much of that. I will eventually go back to it, but that's not really a backlog game. That's more of a unfinished game. So Batman Arkham Origins, uh, Metro 30, or 233, 2033, however you say it. Uh, oh, the recent one? I've never really played any of those. The newest games. one, or is that oh, the... Oh, Metro Exodus is the most recent oh, one. Oh, Redux. Yeah. So I've never played the latest one. The first one. Okay. So I've never oh, you want to start from the beginning. Cool. They, yeah. they gave all three of them away on Epic Games, and so I have them in my PC catalog. Here's the redo version, the Redux They're version, great. so I've got them. And so that's my second one. And then the third one, this is for my buddy Kyle, is to kick off finally the Yakuza series with Yakuza 0, I've heard is the place oh, to start. Okay. Yeah. So that's my third option. So it's those Batman Arkham. They are long, right? They are a little longer. Yeah, yeah, those are long, yeah. Batman Arkham Origins, Metro, Metro 2033, or however you say it. I got to learn how to say it. Yakuza, Yakuza. 0. Yakuza. That's how the Japanese Yakuza. say it, so I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, if they say it that way, it probably And that is the right one to start with. Yes, the idea was the first Yakuza game. That's what I was trying to put down here. I know Zero, Zero didn't come out until, like, later, but... But I uh, think that's, yeah. like... Yeah, that is a prequel, that's... right? I, you know, most people are going to say that. I have a weird thing about, like, if it's a prequel, but it came out after the first one, I always play the first one. So are you one saying first. I should start with Kiwami? A thousand Kiwami? percent, yeah. And it's shorter. Yakuza, you know? Kiwami. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, absolutely. I think that there's things that happen in Zero. Like, you know, like, in, I, uh, you know, that when episode one where they meet C3PO and he goes, uh, You'll never see me on a, one of those star cruisers or whatever. If you've never seen episode four, five, and six, that's not funny. That's not even a joke to you. Doesn't make like, sense. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So th that's what prequels are. Like, they are things that call forward to stuff. Or like Samuel L. Jackson in Miss Marvel, a lot of his little <laughs> jokes are because you know him from the, f the future movies. Not a lot, but there's a couple call forwards, I there's guess. A few yeah. Eye I'm... jokes where you're like, oh, he's yeah, there's a, there's a few eye jokes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's yeah, just okay. like, I have a big stick up my butt about it. All right. So, Kyle, I, I would 100% trust you on this one because I haven't dove into the series <laughs> outside of playing Like a Dragon for about maybe six, five, six hours last year. Uh, outside of that, which I just experienced as a standalone experience for a little while, Zany, Goofy, yeah. where should I start? It sounds like the first Kiwami game, which was, I think, the remake of the original, right? Yeah, I would think the internet would uh, disagree with me, but I, yeah, I would, I would say All right, so. Yeah. Then, that's, then that's my one of my options. I trust you. Right. So, Batman Arkham Origins, Metro 2033, or Kiwami. So, what do you guys think? Dan, which one should would you say that I should play? Um, I think it would be fun for you to do uh, Yakuza, because then okay. you, you, Kyle, can, can discuss that in future. Kyle, is that your pick too? I'm guessing. I mean, I would love for the pick that for you, but it is, it is pretty long, and I want I want you to play Origins, but like you might be playing Gotham Knights, so like maybe playing those two games back to back might be like burnout. You I know, just came off of Spider Man, uh, like forty hours. Yeah, they're all kind of similar, so I you know it's hard to choose that one. I might want to go Metro for you, even though I just made a big fuss about Yakuza. So yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Metro's I think Metro is really short. It's really good. Yeah, it's like short. It's you could really see that one through. It's super atmospheric. I think you would love it. I think that's a game okay. that you really enjoy so all right i think i'm gonna go metro yeah derek was that what you would pick for me metro 2033 what would you pick i'm gonna 
pick the better game, and that's Origins. Arkham Origins. So we basically have one of each. Jeff, which one am I playing? Of course, it's on me. Uh, not I don't know enough about Metro. I've only played like two hours of Exodus, and it was really good. I just, I don't know. I just didn't. I got that's distracted. fair. Yeah, that's what happened. Twenty thirty three is not fun to play. It's got a good even, story. But... Even like the Redux or whatever the redo version. It, it, well, like it's not fun to play in that it's stressful and it's very item management heavy. Well, it's you know, an old like, game too, though. Like meaning. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, there might it might feel a little heavy, but it did get that Redux and there's some really updates. Though. It's real bad. In Jeff, what do you think? Uh, Origins is where I'm leaning. Um, yeah. All right. It just, it just makes sense with like Gotham Knights coming out and the fact that that's like your one. You're kind of in the same boat that I am with that game. Yeah. Like your one oversight from that series. Yep. All right. So that's mine. Uh, Jeff, what are the three that you? Uh, my through? three are. Hold on. I accidentally clicked my VPN. Shit. Okay. Am I still here? Yep. All right, cool. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I thought it would disconnect me and whatever. Anyway, uh, so um, Batman Arkham Origins is actually one of mine. I've only played the first level, mm -hmm. um, and I would love to beat that game because I've heard so many great things. Uh, and then Derek mentioned another one, Bayonetta. I've never played a single one. First one? Yes, the first one. I want to okay. start at the beginning. If you don't um, own it, I think you can buy it for like $5. For I, have, I have both the first and the second already installed. All these games are already installed, by the way. You're um, ready to go. I'm ready to go. Just just give me the yeah. word. And the last one I have is Spec Ops The Line. Um, uh, yeah. I'm going to go games. with Spec Ops. All right. Derek says Spec Ops. I say Spec Ops. Yeah, Spec Ops. I, I think Ooh. I'm there too, man. I'm with, I'm with Spec wow. Ops. Spec Ops is really one of the low. greatest right. untalked about games ever. <laughs> like, it's, also it's also short. It's also short. It's so yeah, short. Yeah, it's a shooter. So and it's like that 10, story, 8, 10 hours. Yeah. That story that is going to hit you in the gut. Oh, that story. Yeah, I mean, just, there are things that happen instantly in that story where you're like, oh boy, I'm here. I'm here. I'm all the way here for this game. You know, so. Just so you're aware, though, I mean, it is, it's not a brand new game. So some of the gameplay moments, like, all right, that's from. Like, I know, 10 years I know ago. how old yeah. it is, and that's okay. I'll, yeah. Well, so, I mean, I, even when it came out, but it's not bad. It still plays pretty well. It, it didn't play that great. See, so yeah, I just threw a Derek again. I played this great. game recently, and it plays pretty well for an plays, old It plays okay. decent. It plays yeah. decent. Okay. All right, Derek. So it sounded like for you, you're looking at either Bayonetta, Dimesia, or what was the other one? No, Chaos. we're going to scratch Dimesia. Okay. So I actually, and this wasn't just because uh, Tim mentioned it, I wanted to because I want to beat Yakuza 6. I've only played and beat Yakuza 3, so I'd like to get into the Yakuza uh, series. I want to just do 6, though, meaning I'm okay watching a YouTube video and moving on with my life. Um, mainly because I want to know. Which one is yeah, it? Song of so, Life, I think. Song of yeah, Life. Yeah, that's where yeah. it's the conclusion of uh, the main character's story, which is what oh, I want to see before going back. into gotcha. eight. Um, so that one, Yakuza Six, um, Bayonetta, which then would lead to Bayonetta Two. So it's really two games, and then. Um, yeah. Damn I, it. Yeah, I would do both. <laughs> oh, Stranger of Paradise. Let's start with Dan. Which one would you pick, Dan? Chaos. <laughs> if you don't vote chaos, just bitch. So there's, just so there's two of us that have finished it, and then we can actually discuss it genuinely, Stranger of Paradise. Really? Yeah. I did that because I thought That's, you would not pick it's that. A, it's actually on my list, too, because it's on sale right now, and I really just I, I just want, I want to check out. I, I want to see so what you're doing. <laughs> sure. It's so much fun. Sure it is. Jeff, what do you want Derek to play? Um... 
Bayonetta. He said Bayonetta. Okay, Yakuza was the other one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta. Is that something that you haven't played at all, or you just haven't beaten? I have played the intro. When I say the intro, when she's falling from the sky. Yeah, when she's falling from the sky. Probably like three different times, and then was like, no. No. Things about yeah, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on that if you like if you when you play further. Yeah, I'm on the Bayonetta train. I'm on Bayonetta as well. Yeah. All right, so Bayonetta wins. Eric's jumping into some Bayonetta. uh, Which will probably be a nice change from what I've been playing. So, all right, Dan, what are your three? I will say that uh, uh, once I beat Spec Ops, I think I will transition over to uh, a woman. No, sorry, that's not what I was going to say. I will transition (laughs) over to to Bayonetta, probably. Uh, So, I I do want to play all three of the games I listed. When I finish this game, I'm going to transition to a female character. Like, all right, dude. (laughs) Sure. Bayonetta game, guys. Speak a little faster. Okay. Dan, Kyle, what are your three? Do you, Kyle, do you actually mind going next? I, I, I oh, might want to Yeah, if you mind, need. So. Yeah, Kyle, what absolutely. Are your three? Yeah. Uh, so these three, uh, I, two of them uh, I have installed and ready to go. The third one, which I mentioned a second ago, Stranger of Paradise, is on sale. I have no problem buying it. I doubt y'all are going to choose that for me, so it doesn't matter. Um, the other two are Binary Domain. Uh, y'all maybe don't know about this game, but it's made by the yep, Yakuza I, developers. Uh, it's made by the Yakuza developers. It's a third person shooter, and it's just about. It's like Cylons, like somehow robots have infiltrated the mega structures of politics and we have to all band together and shoot a lot of stuff to the end. And it's like a really crazy Japanese like, you know, story. And like, I've always wanted to play it. I played the first level, much like many of y'all have said this, maybe a, th- maybe a thousand times and have never moved on past that. It has that. a Vanquish vibe. Is it that? Uh, it's, it, it kind yes. Yeah, very much so. It Vanquish. is loved by a lot of people. I bought it. It is, it, it, it is considered. Yeah, a cool classic, you know. Uh, I never really and like, looked at this one. And it had uh, a really interesting system when like uh, voice uh, controls were like getting big. Like you oh. can like talk, you can talk to like your. Yeah, so that. you'd be like, you know, Buck, come over here and help me. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Walk over, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna use that, but like, yeah, that that's just that's what that game. That's the picture of that game. And then yeah. uh, a game that I've never played except for the the uh, tutorials for Jade Empire. So. Oh, oh shit, Jade that's Empire. A- <laughs> one for Jade like, Empire. Um, Derek loves that one. <laughs> I'm gonna cast my well, vote. I just beat it for like the fourth time this year, so yeah, Jade Empire. I'm, I'm gonna cast my vote for Binary Domain. It gets the edge over Jade Empire as much as I know that game is beloved, and I know you would probably love it, Kyle, knowing um yeah. what you enjoy. But I feel like that Binary gets the edge just because it's probably a shorter game. Yes, so I'll yeah. give that one the edge. Those are Jade up. Empire, by the way, is actually pretty short. I mean, you can make okay. it long by doing all the side okay. Yeah, no, it is like it's, it's, it's one of the Bioware games. So for know? a Bioware game, it's a little shorter, is what you're saying. It's very <laughs> short. I get like really Mass Effect is pretty short, you know, for an RPG. Yeah. You know, like it's you know, they, it's, are, they they make this, kind of those twenty to thirty hour experiences yeah. that are nice and neat. You're right. I think this one, if I remember correctly, if you just mainline, it's like twelve to fifteen hours. It's it's something short. I know it's. Jeff, what would you pick for Kyle to play between Strangers uh, Paradise? Just because or... of Kyle's explanation for putting in his list, I'm going to go with Binary Domain. Sweet. Dan, do you confirm that as the pick? or do you want have more passion for that one. I was so going to say Stranger yeah. Paradise. I want somebody else to beat that. So I you know what, Dan? It. I still may buy it because it's 30. It's like, I think it's half off or something <laughs> like right. that. So. You know what? We'll do, <laughs> a Chocobo, we'll do a Chocobo Central about it, and Derek can also join. Okay, so, great. Binary <laughs> Domain. That Honestly, that 
I don't even know what that is. That's cool that you brought yeah, up the game. I've never heard Tim, of Tim, please go watch a trailer for this game after this I, podcast. I, I, I just looked up some images from it and I was it's like, this wacky, right? You it's have wacky, to like crazy. hear it though. Like it okay, is like right. it's very wacky. Like okay, it's just right. uh yeah. And and it's so melodramatic and it's like the story couldn't yeah, be more serious. But everybody yeah, it's just like Yakuza, but everybody yeah. around is a cartoon character, you know. So yeah, um yeah, thanks for choosing a good game for me, guys. All Thank right, you. Dan. What are you going to try out? Or what are our options to make you try out, I guess? So I, I swapped out one of them. This is a predom- two-thirds Nintendo-oriented. Uh, All right. Uh, so nice. Fable 2, still have that on the list. Okay, yep. good. Fable 2. All right. Uh, I switched the middle one. Uh, I need to... I only did, like, the first couple of levels, so if that still counts. Uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I want to actually okay. get through that and finish that. Those sure. are both good games so far. Never played the first Super Mario Galaxy. You played the second one though, or I played like some of the second one, okay. yeah. But like, I, yeah, I have a quick funny story about Super Mario Galaxy. I beat that game on a GameStop kiosk when I was managing a GameStop, and I never <laughs> really? so, you know. just kept Harder going work. back. And... Yeah, I guess so I was just like, well, I'm done yeah, doing just... stuff. Look. Rocking on the clock. All right. Yeah, yeah rocking on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, GameStop. You paid me to beat. Yeah. You know, there you go. Great game. That's why I pay for it. That's why I love working from home now. I literally beat Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because I work from home. Whatever. And I would have never beat that game. I know I never would have beat that game if I didn't work from home. Yep. Well, I I'm hope you get a good raise for beating Xenoblade All right, Chronicles. so... Um, I did. I put yeah. it on my review. Jeff, what would you vote for <laughs> yes. on this one between those three? Uh, what was the first one you mentioned? Cause it was Fable, Fable 2. Fable 2, yeah. I want to go with Fable 2. Kyle, what would you pick? I think I'm going to go Fable 2 as well. Yeah. Hmm. Derek, what about you? I got to go Fable 2 because he's a PlayStation pony. Yeah, yeah this is Get this him. is like I a mean, quintessential sure. Xbox series. And we're getting that new one coming out soon. Like, this is a series you need yeah. to get through, right? You know, like. All right, Dan, that's yeah, the one you're playing. That's Tim, what would you have picked? I want to hear fresh thoughts about it. You know, I was kind of split. Remind me of what your second one was again. My mind's going blank. Uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Yeah, I was split between those two. and uh, But yeah, I'm going to go Fable 2. And I'll just, even if I didn't, it doesn't matter. But I'll make it. Tropical, I was actually Tropical you Freeze. For Mario Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, here's Tropical the thing. Tropical Freeze is, is like, I think it's like considered one of the greatest side right. scroller it's platforms fantastic. of all time. It's yeah, really yeah. hard, but Dan's not afraid of a tough game. So I, no, I think he could have made it through it. But um, I do think, okay. uh, I love Mario Galaxy. I do think, too. And I loved Mario two as well there were some of my favorite gaming experiences from that generation they really were all that said i still think two is a better version of a lot of the same stuff from one and i think that makes some people upset but i'm like i just think it got more creative it looked better the music was like everything was just a little bit i agree that two is better than one did you beat two have you ever played two dan fable two no. no, Mario Galaxy. Galaxy oh, no, 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 no. I, I played okay, I remember never playing a few hours. That's, that's, that's why I didn't pick it, because he played some of it. So I'm like, all right, let's give yeah. him one of these other ones. And I think Fable 2 is it's my personal favorite out of that series, and I think it's awesome. Fable, Fable I, think it's, I think it's 4K on Xbox Series X. I think it is, yeah. You're not going to play like an old-ass-looking game. Like it's I, gonna I be dove back into it a couple of years ago just to kind of like revisit it a bit, and I still think it plays great, so... I uh, like the combat it. system in that game because, like, the, the way you it. switch from magic to uh, melee is. And then the thing you, is, it's, it's you really get XP easy. That's in that color of yeah, whatever you, thing you're exactly, using. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You you can't die. Reminds in the me game, of this. You know, but like there are still stakes in some ways yeah. that they kind Greedfall. of offer. Well, then I'm not playing it then. No, yeah. don't compare. It to you, <laughs> Greedfall actually plays a lot like Fable. It's not um, cartoon. I actually do agree with that. There's a lot of the combat is is like that. Yeah. 
Fable and Gears were the two that I always like. I want to play those eventually when I have an Xbox and while well, I absolutely play. Here we go. I think, I, think go. An, I think Anniversary Edition is my favorite. I think there's nothing better than that first one that has like the all fantasy, but like the setting for two is really interesting. It's like yeah. Industrial Revolution, right? Okay. Like everyone and the and the game the play really of, opens like, up in the second. It one. It does, yeah, yeah, big time, yeah. Um, so there you go. Love for them to re-release. Well, they did technically the first one, but I'd love for them to re-release like all three of them. And like modernize them a little bit, yeah. not just make I, them pretty. I I picked back up uh, the first one again recently, and it still plays pretty well and still looks pretty good, you know. So especially um, since it's like so, a 2004. Yeah. Game. So what makes oh, yeah. the second one better than so. the third one? Because I think I, I've asked you guys that before, and you. Well, and I like the third one, but the second one's actually like my least favorite. One. But uh, I, third, but people. Third people one's tend good. To... Third one hits like this, in my opinion, uh, a mode where it kind of tries to add these other gameplay elements or i guess like not really modes but you do a little more of like um it adds a management it makes you drive it like it adds a batmobile game. yeah no it, it adds some <laughs> element of like managing a kingdom kind of if i remember correctly See, that I just, sounds fantastic <laughs> i just remember not you liking would probably that like it back then people were like what the hell is this why are you messing I just with didn't my like that as much and i also didn't okay. i i just felt like uh two was a more contained story and three just felt like it mm -hmm. something about it i wasn't as invested i don't know why okay. I so think that's the common, like, like that's the majority opinion, I would yeah, say, that people really a, like to, two three, three's a disappointment, you know, I'm a big cheerleader for three for whatever Three reason. has a great opening, by the way, so anyway. It does, it does have a good opening, yeah. building really. thing sounds interesting, though. I like it's not, three. It's not as involved as you're, you might think it is, Dan. Well, yeah, just, like, it's pretty simple. At, at the very end, simple. like, at the very end, like, the last act of the game, like, you're asked to, like, make some decisions, and, like, okay. those decisions directly impact your ending. So it's not like Yakuza where you no, like actually you're not, you don't go into like a city view mode or anything like that. It's just uh, but and just like all the Fable games, you can buy property and like yeah. and like cr like oh, create okay. revenue and stuff like that. Like that's a thing. But like the Kingdom stuff, like I think it was a little too half baked for a lot of people. Sure, but like sure. for me, like it just uh, I I kind of like the stakes of your decisions because yeah, like you like I don't, do I need to like arm my people or do I need to focus on getting water or whatever? And so if you love Fable Two, like Kyle's saying, go play Fable right. Three. Like yeah, totally yeah, so, yeah. If it continues yeah. to to enjoy, like yeah. I think all three, there's something there to enjoy for Fable. All three are good. And then join the hype Fable. Thing. Have you not played Fable Anniversary? Not none of them. I've then why are we talking about Fable Two? I think you should be playing know. Fable Anniversary. Oh yeah, you should. Yeah, Mister, we can't even get you to play Xenoblade Chronicles Three, and you're. <laughs> You're not following your own rules right now. Like Fable would... One's not a super long game. You might want to start. See, there. I thought I and thought you Fable... just start with Fable. I thought the first one was just like a linear adventure, and I wanted something that was a little more no. uh, like open. No, none of them. None of them are really open, to be honest. It's they're got a lot. Like, they all have choices to make, morality scale. They all have that going and on. And they're all on the same scale of wor of like world travel, I would say. Like you have these like hub sure. areas yeah. that you kind of okay. like navigate through. No, the first one's good, and it also has a pretty good story of anniversary awesome. from. Well, arise from nothing two, so that's what i'm doing all right well Dan, yeah, it's your rule that you have to break you know you I, made it for yourself so. i feel like you should do fable and i'm gonna remember Dan's this forever fable. also <laughs> i will remember this yeah i will remember this Dan's doing i mean fable. that's like me saying i'm i want you guys to vote for bayonetta too and y'all are like did you play bayonetta no uh, i wouldn't yeah. do it. i don't have a problem with that though same thing if you want an yakuza 6 so I don't know. Yeah, but that's only because there's like 27 games before it. I was like, yeah, I, I also say that because I, I genuinely want to finish the first um, two Dino uh, Blake Chronicles first, just because I just want to finish those first. So yeah, they're good games. All right. I will so, say this. I'm sorry. I just want to say this real quick. Yeah. I did beat Xenoblade Chronicles three. I did start Xenoblade Chronicles 
on the Switch. The definitive edition, yeah. Holy shit, now I know why I was able to beat three and why I got lost on the first one. It's And this is a better version than the Wii. It's just like, I don't know. Three tells you where to go. Three is yeah. way more informative. The first one is not. It's just the like, second one has the same. Guess where you are one. supposed to go. Like very. I, I describe old. it as a little obtuse. It's not extremely it's obtuse, like obtuse, games, yeah. but it's got. It's definitely got that obtuse approach where it's like figure it out. So there's Play a lot of that. All right, so Dan playing Fable, maybe two. We'll see what kind of mood he's in. Uh, Kyle, the first one. You should play the first one. We all vote for the first one. We should really play the first one. <laughs> play the first. Uh, Kyle's gonna play Binary Domain. First. I'm curious about that one because that's just. I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Came out of that nowhere. Thing. That's that's great. Uh, Derek's gonna transition to a woman and play Bayonetta. Oh yeah, witch. Gonna get half. It's so hairy. Ugh. Jeff is gonna play Spec Ops: The Line, and I'm gonna play Batman: Arkham Origins. All right, report back as you get a chance to play. More wonderful games, by the way. Next time uh, Tim comes on the podcast, he's gonna be like, "Welcome." To episode 134. <laughs> Swear, to me. Me. Swear to me. Swear to me. All right, um, guys, there's just been so many headlines, and we are not, thankfully, going to go through all of the presentations. There was a couple of showcases this week, and that's why I'm really glad that... What? I said praise Jesus. Well, we did some reactions this week, so I highly encourage you to go check those out. Uh, we're going to highlight just like the big things and maybe just if you guys want like, hey, what, what stood out to you? Maybe I'll just instead of me reading through what they are, I'll just say what stood out to you. So we you get a chance to call something out if that, or a couple things out if you want to. Um, but we did some reactions. So we have a Nintendo Direct reaction on our YouTube channel. We have one for State of Play. We didn't do one for the ID at Xbox. And I'm glad we didn't because that was not God, the most thrilling song. Presentation style. It was maybe my least favorite presentation ever. <laughs> maybe ever. Yeah. yeah. Which one? yeah. It was. So I'm that not a. Sucks. I'm not an average like Twitch ah. stream watcher where someone just is kind of chit chatting and like shooting the breeze and just chatting with their chat. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that's not for us. Maybe so that's just like... not my. Th so I just immediately <laughs> was like, this doesn't feel like I'm supposed to be watching this. Like there was something yeah. about it that was off. But anyway. Um. Okay. So let's talk about some of these headlines, and then when we get to the showcases, I'll just say, hey, anything stand out to you, guys? Goldeneye is making a return. Not only is it coming to the Switch in the form of the Nintendo Switch Online service for N64, if you're a subscriber, uh, so you can play it that way, uh, but it's also going to have a remaster coming to the Xbox consoles. Um, so are these two different things? Because then yeah, they two different say, things. So the Switch thing has online multiplayer, though? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, okay, that's fine. I don't want to dwell on it. Never mind. That's and fine. I believe Microsoft has only couch co-op. Or, yeah. or multiplayer. They, they said they're not looking at online play. Is what they said. So it's not. which feels what? very reversed because yes, I know, I, I know. Yeah, it it's no very sense. confused. Yeah, yeah. But I okay. think it has it has everything to do with the different licensing and who has whatever like whatever agreements are out there. Because yeah, Xbox owns Rare, so you would think they'd be able to do whatever they want. But but Nintendo maybe has some stake in the actual Goldeneye game. They must have split stakes or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, they, they've always worked well together, Microsoft and Nintendo. They've been friendly, so they're not too bad. So this one just feels it feels like they just tried to like split it up, who gets what, and it just yeah. feels like the wrong team got the wrong thing. But whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. So Goldeneye making a return. It's going to be interesting to hear people's reactions when they actually start playing that again, because as we've talked about before, that's one of those great games that I have a lot of fun memories from, oh, and I did go back and try it out like on an emulator or something. I was like, yeah. Yeah. ugh. This is yeah, not the, right. the thing that makes me laugh the hardest when I replay it now is holding the I think it's like the aim and just doing the peek over the yes. corner and like just 
looking at your opponent's screen while you're just doing that over yes. and over again. While it's like <laughs> so stupid. Popping in and out yeah. of view. <laughs> yeah, dude, my favorite in uh, is uh, remote mines, but using the trick, using the trick, not having to switch over to the detonator. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. for anybody who doesn't know the trick, I, I'd always just detonate it as I'm throwing it in their face. It was good stuff. Uh, yep. And of course, good old proximity mines, rocket launchers, that whole deal. So I have a lot of good memories from it. It's just chops. doesn't control or look as good as a lot of us remember. So. Right. No, it definitely doesn't. Um, ID at Xbox. The only thing that stood out to me, because I am a Valheim cuck, I guess. I don't know what the word is. but uh, Valheim? Uh, I just love that game. That That is truly coming to PC for Game Pass actually going to release uh and that's actually happening this month so in a couple of weeks it'll be on kind of the game preview on game pass for pc still planning to put it out on consoles they said uh next year and so i still think the that's the thing that struck me as interesting during this well first off moonscar has got a release date and it's coming out this that month. game looks great castlevania-esque um demo was fun so uh I'll, I'll get that uh the song of iron already got a sequel even though that game was like really yeah. underwhelming was that had, very it was disappointing. A scrolling Viking game kind yep. of thing, and and the action just wasn't very fluid. But they're yeah. doing a second one, and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, it looks yeah. good visually, but if it's gonna yep. play the same, then that's a big old pass. Um, it's just really Agreed. interesting. Agreed. So, um, but yeah, feel free to go check out those uh, highlights if you're interested in a lot of the indie games. A lot of them are stuff we've already known about, so there wasn't really any reveals or anything worth uh, diving into here. Um, Xbox had a TGS showcase, and I actually did not watch this one. Um, but did anything stand out to you guys um, from this one? Uh, there was just a lot of stuff announced for Game Pass that wasn't there yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cooney, I think, is the biggest one that they haven't uh, put on there yet. Uh, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is pretty big. What's the yeah, Fuga? Hey, Dan, well, we got some white noise coming out of your side. Weird. Weird out. There, it's, it's off now. Um, Oh, it's back on. Oh, that's weird. I don't know where that's coming from then, because nothing changed. <laughs> uh, what's the what's that game that series called? Where it's, it's off like now. Fuga or something. Yeah, Melodies uh, of Steel. Oh well, yeah, that's never been on there. So I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot of Japanese franchises that have never been on Xbox before. That yeah. Were, that's the only thing really. There were no new games. Okay. Nothing really that interesting. Uh, By the way, I downloaded Logan, but... I downloaded Fuga Me Melodies of Steel, the first one. I know they announced uh -huh. the sequel. So I downloaded the first one on Game Pass, fired it up, and it gets super like, not not like um, sexual furry stuff, but just furry characters, oh. all speaking. Oh, so very, Gaston is very all like Japanese and anime like style, and I was just that like, I, I can't do this. So I just uninstalled it. I was like, I can't. Are we still? Are you still hearing the thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing it from Kyle yeah. now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> guess passing a fan. Now I'm hearing that. <laughs> Passing a fan. <laughs> um, whatever. Uh, it's fine. It's not. It's not like bad enough to. to no, it's not to worry about. Um, all right. I'm gonna keep things rolling. There was a Nintendo Direct, which, if I could just say, and I said it in our reaction to that Dan and I did. Um, I thought it was a really fun Nintendo Direct. I, I enjoyed a lot yeah. of the stuff they had in there. It just kind of confirms that, regardless of whether or not Nintendo does everything I want them to do every time and has something on the calendar that's for Tim specifically, that doesn't really matter because they have so much content coming out still. Like they are just, they have this steady stream of of content and it's going to keep going all the way through, at least at this point, from as far as we know, at least through May, we have a pretty good idea of what's going to be dropping every month or so yeah. from Nintendo. So to me, the big, the biggest 
the two biggest things were going to be, of course, Legend of Zelda reveal with Tears of the Kingdom being the title with the release date of May 12th. That's awesome. It's uh, almost it's not delayed at all. It's just oh yeah, probably not. But as of right now, it's just over six years since the first one came out. So we have wow. a, a little bit of space there yeah. um, when that one releases. And then Fire Emblem Engage, which got a January twentieth release. What a surprise this was! Wow. So when I first saw it, Dan and I were kind of like, "Is this a Warriors game? Like this looks a little different. Like it kind of right, right. has." I, so I thought it was a mobile game at first. We saw yeah, yeah. we saw Marth, and we thought like it's something that's going to be a warrior. I didn't think a real Fire Emblem game right. would have would bring back old characters now if you played fire emblem the, the full games you know that there's ways in recent games where you can kind of summon old heroes and old characters in but they're rarely part of the story in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. they're usually just like battle just units yeah. Yeah, yeah they're just there to help and they're awesome but they're not really there as part of the story this looks like marth is a key part of the story which is really interesting well it looks like he uh, maybe fused with roy he has like he has Right, like, like red like and spirit you know, type of blue thing. hair. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. split with the hair and eye colors with red yeah. and blue. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. It said Roy, right? Because uh, yeah. you did. Yeah. You did call out Roy. So I think this looks great. I'm very excited for this. As soon as I saw the real, like, official strategy RPG Fire Emblem gameplay, I was like, yes. The second it went to the field view, I go, yeah. boy, that's pretty. Like, yeah. it just, it was really good looking. The, and yeah, The character models excited. were, like, really sharp, right? Like, they yeah. looked more so than I've yep. seen before. Like, it, they just had a crispness to them, you know? Yep. So that those are the two things that were the biggest things for me. What about you guys? Anything else jump out to you from the Nintendo Direct? I'm excited to finally play Crisis Core because of you know now that I've played the remake, yep. uh, you know I'm interested. I'm intrigued to try that. Um, just just so you know though, it is on like PS5 and um, all those, so it'll look yeah, better. Yeah, it was obviously. just uh, yeah, I'm gonna play it on PS5 for sure. Okay, um, it was one of like yeah, it's a good reminder that that game's coming out. I'll right, play yeah, it somewhere okay. else. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, obviously, cool to get, cool to get the release date. Yeah. Yeah, they got a release date on it this time, which is awesome. We did get a uh, it's more good, cloud It's a good stuff, little game, but everyone realized that you're about to pay 50 or $60 for a port of an old handheld game. But as long as that's yeah. okay yes. with you, that's a good. Thing that's to good. Keep in mind. But I just want to tell everybody know. Yeah. By the way, I can't wait to play it personally. Square regularly has big sales across multiple platforms. So if you're not like in a rush because you have to go play this, like just hang tight. Like This is the kind of game that's going to hit a good sale. Are you talking about Crisis Core? Or? Yeah. 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 Well, Crisis Core is being, it's like the visuals are being completely redone. Um, I don't know if the yes, voice acting is being the redone. The cut scenes and the voice acting were god awful. Yeah. I watched <laughs> gameplay and I was like, oh yeah. my gosh. So the, it the voice still acting looks might old. be the same. So, like, yes, they redid a lot of it. It definitely looks modernized compared to what it was before, but it still has a an older veneer to it. There's something about it that still feels dated. But yeah, like, the, like the gameplay looks like. like Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it looks great, but then as soon as they switched to, like, cutscenes and stuff, that's when I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe okay, it's just the character models. Because the character models, to me, like, I uh, compare uh, comparing it to back I then, guess I, the, I guess I didn't hear that they yeah. completely redid the combat system. I thought it was the same. Yeah, I thought yeah, cool no, they, they did that. Yeah, they've they done some revamping on it, and, and again, revamping I, or or re. Well, I mean, like making it make it more in line, <laughs> kind of like Derek said with uh, Seven Remake. Oh, look gotcha. into that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm skeptical. Yeah, on we it. got watch some, gameplay on it. It's worth watching. We got some yeah. uh, some games that are coming to the Nintendo Cloud. Capcom still loves them some Cloud on the Switch. So a bunch of the modern Resident Evil games, the remakes of two and three, seven and eight, and all the DLC that's coming out for eight this fall. Um, that's all supposed to be hitting the Switch cloud version. I, I can't recommend that, not playing it that way enough, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you can avoid it. Um, That'd be in the first half, I'm 
yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I kind of messed up the sentence there. But you get what I'm saying. Don't do that. But um, stuff like Sifu, which is not a cloud version. That's actually that's, uh, that's uh, I just beat that Switch. recently, by the way. I got to be honest. When I was watching that on the Switch, though, very choppy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Dan and I both said that. Choppy, we're like, well, this yeah. looks kind of ugly, but that's cool that it's on the Switch. Yeah. Even like the animations, he's like, <laughs> and I mean, at, at, you know, really and bad. recently having just beaten it because I'm a pro gamer. On the PS5, um, you played oh, it? Okay. Yeah, on the PS5. And it, which um, it look, where it looks pretty great. So Yeah, it looks great. And obviously, you know, m getting those dodges correct and pairing and so on and so forth, you know, you don't want any stuttering, is what I'm trying to get at. Yep. 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 Is there, um, I, I don't know. This might be the wrong audience to ask. I might have to ask James or something. But uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland is that a renowned title? Is that that was a Wii game? Or... I didn't know if that was like a big deal. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's a big deal if you're okay. a Kirby fan. So like if you yeah. if you like the Kirby very very lighthearted, very whimsical and easy uh -huh. platforming experience where it's just kind of cartoony and cutesy the whole time. I mean that's kind of what the newest one was. Although it had a little more of an edge to it. It was different. Yeah. This one is is kind of back to the draw, back to the old school version of okay. side scrolling, kind of playing with friends. It's out. more that style as opposed to like a Mario Adventure style. Which I was gonna say you, you like the one that came out this year, so yeah. you would probably Love like it. Yeah, okay. but it is side scrolling, so it's got that element to it. It's not yeah. as it's not. I like played the old. Explorer. There was an old one on 3DS I played and I enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. Then you would. Maybe then you would. You'll, like you would like this too. Uh, just a, just a quick update. Dan and Derek were spot on. They completely revamped the entire combat of Crisis Core, completely. So yeah. yeah. And the character models look. And again, they're not. I'm not saying like PS5 level compared to a PS5 game, but like they're noticeably sure. better. Um, just maybe the backgrounds they didn't give it as much. As, uh, or like or like Derek said, the cutscenes. I'll have to go back and yeah, watch yeah. that to see the transition because yeah, that sounds kind of that sounds kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. There's like a 10 minute gameplay reveal whatever i haven't watched that well yet. cool that justifies the price tag then for sure it does and so. especially if you're really into that all the lore around final fantasy 7 i totally get it it's not something that i'm yeah, ready to spend well, full price on it's but very I important yeah, sure. it's it's, a, it's important. an important story yeah for sure um but it, it, again it depends the same thing as going to see a movie in the theater like if you must see it as soon as it's available you must yeah. play it i get it i totally understand the the cost of it but if you're also like i'm interested but i can wait then I, I think this is a game so right It's not as important as Dirge of Cerberus, okay? But all, it's right, all right, all right. <laughs> I knew that well, would get hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I went for a shoot on Dan there. I'm sorry. <laughs> shoot. That was a shoot, dude. Um, <laughs> a shoot, they, didn't really, they didn't really show much of oh, this, brother. but it's worth mentioning because it's a major <laughs> franchise as Pikmin 4 is officially announced for next year. Mm. All we yep. saw was like a quick screenshot. They didn't really, I mean... I, I, love, I love yeah. Miyamoto in that moment and be like, yes, the perspective is from down below. It's like, they're all like that, you yeah. idiot. Like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's such a goofball. Yeah. yeah. Look at my shirt. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> Look at my shirt. Uh, are y'all, any y'all big Pikmin fans? Or Pikmin fans at all? Not even big fans, but. I loved Pikmin 3. It was so good. I only played the demo for it, but I thought it was a blast. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because he brought it over to Switch. I'm too right? dumb for those games. They're a little too like uh, problem solvely for me. Didn't they but, bring uh, Pikmin three over to Switch? Am I? Am um, I, that? I really always like like the vibe of them though. I think they're really, like cute and fun, and um, I like the Honey I Shrunk the Kid style like perspective of stuff. So that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I like the uh, Octopath Traveler two announcement. That was cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, they brought Pikmin three that's to Switch, awesome. and they had a demo for it. So that's really the only thing I've played of the Pikmin games Pretty was cool. that. So. Um, all right, let's keep moving here. Uh, so the Nintendo Direct overall was pretty fun, pretty good. Yeah. Um, there's still there's still rumors that people that are floating around that people are, and maybe it's wishful rumors at this point. But Wind Waker and Metroid Prime supposedly getting an, 
some kind of announcement, whether it's through a full direct or who knows next week. But <laughs> I, at people this point, are, I don't think so. People in, <laughs> yeah, in, guys. Gaming journalists are freaking adamant. Like, no, 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 I heard it. Yeah, trust me. I heard it. Trust yeah. me, bro. Like they like, dreamt it the night me. before. I would love it if they're right, but I just I me don't. Me too. I would love to play Wind Waker again. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Jason Trier said it's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because what everything he says is true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, anything else from Nintendo this week, you guys, that are it's worth calling out? I mean, really. the, the I fact that Zelda finally has a date, right? You know. Yeah, yeah we, the trailer was cool. It's been six years. We need to see more of this game. It needs to come out. Like, I'm I'm yeah. tired of waiting for this one. <laughs> I mean, it looks insane. Like, it the, does. You have I'm glad we know when it's coming out. That's what I was happy about. We um, do, finally, yeah. That that was a big reveal. Well, getting the name and getting the date was big. So not, not to minimize the, the announcement, but, like, boy, am I'm I just, just excited. An, I'm antsy for that game, you know? Yeah. I'm excited to see it again just so I can go into bigger... Uh, PlayStation groups and hear about how Breath of the Wild is the most overrated game. I love that take. That's my favorite take. I just want to make sure. Breath of the Wild is so that's overrated. That's my favorite part about Nintendo talking about Zelda is you always have to hear, well, Breath of the Wild is the most overrated game ever. It's not really as good as people says it is. Um, I will also applaud that. Remember, this game kind of came out and uh, or when it got announced originally, like the idea that we thought it was going to be like a reused assets type of, uh, right. you know, a game similar to what we just played. And it, now it doesn't seem like that even. Kind Dude, this of. this looks and like was apparent so much in the more. La- that looks like that was apparent in the last trailer, too. Like, it's just. This game is a different game now. So like, much you know, more. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm excited more. for that. So I saw this, people this, this has got on... to be the best the Switch can do, by the way, game-wise. Uh, yeah. Like, like some of the yeah. stuff they were showing, I was like, all right, this this has to be the max, right? Like, they have to yeah. know this is as far as we can push this console, right? Because when they said one more announcement, I was like, if they announce a, a Switch 2, I'm going to lose it on <laughs> And the Dude. pre-order is open now. Yeah, the par- yeah. The cartridge I'm has like to be like having a heart attack and scrambling. Right? Like, oh, God. I don't want to do this again. I don't want to do this again. Yeah. I'm like, how does that time? I was really, really happy with Nintendo's show. I, I, mean, it's, do, I didn't get to watch it when it first originally came on or anything. But when I went back and saw all the announcements and watched it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous! Yeah, how good this show was. Hey, Nintendo Three, exactly I guess since we talked about that. Nintendo Three and Mario Plus Rapids, oh, um, and there's DLC for Mario Strikers and additional stuff for Nintendo Switch Sports. I mean, they they just have content coming out supporting games that you already finally, play. Finally, golf and Nintendo Switch. Golf Sports. getting yeah. added. I forgot to mention, launch, but okay. I yeah. forgot to mention Tales of Symphonia remastered. Tales of Symphonia yeah. remastered. It um, is the PS2 port, so don't get too excited. It's not the GameCube sure. port. But... but, I mean, the fact that, yeah, it's being remastered. It's, it's one of the best in the series. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Sony also had their show this week, their state of play. And they even tweeted at each other because Nintendo had their announcement and Sony tweeted at them with, like, big day, huh? Like, it was like a <laughs> cheesy thing. Yeah, um, Ryan. So, I thought that um, the state of play ended up being a little backloaded we also reacted to this one so you can go see kyle and dan and i react to that and you can see like if there was like a a line graph showing our excitement levels i think there was a couple little hills little spikes but then (laughs) at the end like the last like (laughs) announcement announcement and then like uh, just a new trailer for god of war like those things just kind of made us all go like "Ah!" like we were kind of loving it at the crescendo and it was it was a brief a brief but not rushed state of play, I thought. And I like when that, I like that. 20 minutes of, yeah, it was 20 minutes of just nonstop yeah. game releases. But it know? didn't, I didn't feel like we did during the, um, the one we talked about recently where it's too, a little too fast. I forget which one that was. That, that was, was Disney. Too, the Disney Marvel, one. Yeah. A little too quick. Mm, yeah. um, anything jump out at you guys from the state of play? I'll just throw out there that. Um, yeah, not the, this one. Not, not for me. Nah. 
probably not. Not the God state of War of Kyle. Looks the state of Kyle. The state of Kyle. So I thought the God of War. I thought the God of War Ragnarok trailer, and every oh, time shit. they, every time they list the uh, November 9th date too, I'm like, whew, good. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah. But um, th- I thought that trailer just looked so so good, and not a, not just good. I knew it was going to be a good looking game, but so compelling. Like I already feel so drawn in now by these characters and the conflicts they're introducing, and who is that, and are they standing together? Nope, they're fighting each other. Like I'm already so intrigued and cannot wait because of the story they're going to tell in this game, and I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I, I had chills, man. When I, I had so chills excited. at the end when, just in Thor? case you didn't watch yeah. it and you don't want to, whatever, but there's a main, whatever, it's Thor. So they show Thor and, and Kratos throw in their axe and hammer at each other Dude. and they collide and then they both yeah. grab them and then swing at each other and it cuts. Like, I think I watched that section <sighs> yeah. so many times because I was That's like, amazing. so good. Yeah. Or like when uh, when Atreus is shooting the arrow up at the, uh, the, the sky. The, the oh, yeah. That's Ragnarok, baby. That's Ragnarok. That's what he's, he's, in, yeah. he's initiating it, you know? Yeah, so much. Yeah. So much. It looks so, so Sun- great. But That's the name of the game, Kyle. Yeah, Finrir's right there. It's all there, yeah, man. I know. I know like, so much about Norse mythology. Giant wolves. Oh. Watching that trailer, I was like, they're just doing the story of Ragnarok. Like, this is this is <laughs> yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Oh, cool. I, I love it. Uh, so what what stood out to you guys? Uh, other than that, obviously. I mean, Rise of the Ronin, obviously, right? Yeah. Holy, like holy crap. <laughs> like, Who, who's making Rise of the Ronin? We saw it, but I forget now. Um, Team Ninja, right? Was it Team Ninja? Team Ninja, yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're doing Wolong and this. Yeah. God, God damn. <laughs> They because like I think the game before it, the game before it, I was like, oh, I wonder if this is Team Ninja. And it wasn't. It was the next game that was Team Ninja. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Stellar Blade was before that. That's the one that's like a yeah. futuristic kind of action um, yeah. character that's action fun. game. Yeah. Yeah. But Rise of the awesome. Ronin did look great. Had a lot of uh, Ghost uh, of Tsushima vibes while being its, its own thing. It takes place during my favorite era of like samurai, which might sound like uh, uh, really uh, dark, but like it's the fall of the samurai. It's like the Tokugawa like government is like yeah, now like yeah. in full effect, and they're putting in like no sword laws, no samurai laws, and it's just like times are changing, man. You know, and like everything that they knew about their lives was was over, and uh, so it's like where we're Ronin Kenshin. The anime takes place, you know, like that's all, all that time period. So yeah, I'm yeah. very excited about a game taking place during that time period. Mm-hmm. It's I'm maybe really good. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. You, no, you go ahead. Yeah. I was just I was curious how Team Ninja is making all these games. Like, how right. big is the studio now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah think about how many games they've released in the last couple of years. I think Neo was a really big hit for them, man, and I think that they were able to expand out into more teams and stuff like that. I'm I I would double check the info on that, but that's what it feels like is that they blew up after Neo came out. Um, because yes. you know, I th- what what did they do before Neo? Ninja Gaiden three? Like that's just you know, it wasn't they they had a long sabbatical of not making and games. Yeah, that one didn't turn Ninja out. Gaiden right? 3, Ninja Gaiden three was awful. They were still doing Dead or Alive stuff, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's true. Yeah, they're still they doing have that. Stuff, I think that became a but... service game. You know, I think the, the last... They were doing the Warriors game. games, right? Like uh, Hyrule Warriors and Fire Tech- Emblem. That's Koei Tecmo. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did Hyrule Warriors. I think they helped out more. They probably helped out. Yeah, they may, they may have like helped yeah, out. Yeah, they, Nite- they did Hyrule Nite- Warriors. Yeah, Nintendo, with, um, Nintendo tags in people all the time to help. Um, they, were, they were co-developers on Hyrule Didn't Warriors. they work on Infinity, uh, Disney Infinity as well? If you If you have it pulled up. If not, I'm going to I do have right it pulled up, but I don't I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see it, funny. but it could be. There's so much Dead or Alive entries in here. It's hilarious. And the volleyball ones. They did co-develop Fire Emblem Warriors as well, by the way. Yeah. Um, oh, Marvel Ultimate uh, Alliance 3. 
It was, uh, it, it was, I'm sorry, it was Ninja Theory. That was that a fun game. Oh, Ninja Theory, okay. Oh, gotcha. Too many Ninja developers. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't, see, I don't see the Ronin game. Oh, Ninja Theory. My bad. Um, yeah, but yeah, everything Kyle said. R Rise of the Ronin looks effing amazing. Yeah, it, with, the, with that kind of uh, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, Yeah, everybody's, flare. everybody wants to do a Ghost So that's now. what so I'm curious. Awesome. Is Rise of the Ronin gonna be like Wolong, or is it gonna oh. be more of a Ghost of Tsushima? I think it's gonna be like a yeah. stealth-driven action game. Yeah, it looked like, uh, it, it, it looked like yeah, a Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima, maybe even a little bit of the modern-day Assassin's Creed, and I know that makes people cringe. I think that's a great thing. But anyway, like, there was a scene where you kind of climb up high and then jump yep. and start gliding that looked like pretty clearly gameplay. So there's something yep. about the exploration open-world element that reminded me more of Ghost of Tsushima than than a Souls game. A lot personally. of tools at your disposal. He was yeah. using grappling hooks and um, flaming swords and magic and stuff like that. Like, it was, there was a lot going on there. I'm wondering <laughs> if it's just not, like, super crazy big. Like, kind of, which I think is a good balance. It might like, just be that town. No, I no, it, yeah, it's, I guess it's I Team Ninja. Scope. It is Team yeah. Ninja doing this. It's the studio yeah, behind no. Neo. I was saying that Disney Infinity was Ninja Theory. My bad. I, I Yeah, got I said it. that Team Ninja okay. did it, and I was like, no, it's Ninja Theory. Oh, okay, yeah. got it, got it. But got I, it. I like the idea of these open world, because, you know, people complain, oh, there's just these massive, massive, they keep getting bigger and bigger, and there's nothing in them. It's just emptiness. So, so maybe... Focus in a bit more, but have there be exploration, you know? Yeah. Maybe Rise, Rise of Ronin will be what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about Wolong, where it's like, yes, I love these games, and I want more of them, but can we please get more of a... I'm going to say a Ghost of Tsushima-type game it doesn't have to be samurais and stuff like that. I'm saying that style where it's open world, where the combat can be challenging, but it's not completely Souls-like. Like, we don't, yeah. we can combine the two. We can make it challenging, but still also make it story-driven. And, and I think like Jedi was a good example of that. Driven. Yeah, Jedi, Jedi and Ghost both, both did that. My Jedi and Ghost, yeah, yep, really those are well. good examples of how you can do that. Yep. Um, okay. And that's a 2024 game, which I'm glad they're already putting yeah. it out there. Like, hey, this is a ways away, but here's a teaser. And I love that. I'm like, still going to get delayed. Yeah, give give me, <laughs> give me something. By the Damn way, Kyle, we need, we, I haven't set this up for, we need a future segment of, of delay or nay with Kyle. And, uh, <laughs> delay or nay. We'll get just to so it. you oh, really? know, just a side point. Uh, I just bought Yakuza 6 and Yakuza, the, the, the three, four, and five ah. packaged together, the collection. For fifteen dollars total. So oh, wow. and they're all PC. on. They're on Game Pass on PC. Yes, but I want to own them, so I, I bought them because I had five dollars in rewards. So that's, that's that's a good I can't want to own Metal Hellsinger, but you know this guy can. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of hypocrisy. Look at him; he totally agrees. He's like, yeah, yes. we got a lot of hypocrisy going on. What, there. what what did I just pay for four games? How much did I just pay? I don't know. I Fifteen dollars. How much did you Look, play? I just pulled for it there. Doom I'm not listening. Wannabe. I'm not even listening. Doom wannabe. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving with this Sony news. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is well, indeed hitting PC well, on October night. Hold on a minute, dude. Like a Dragon Ishin. You got to be kidding me with that announcement, dude. I'm so freaking excited for that game. Ah, yes. Just want to throw that out there. All right. That's why I want to get into Yakuza because yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to here. play these games. I'm, I'm so sick of hearing I was into Yakuza before it was popular, guys. You know, <laughs> I put my, my hipster glasses before, on. Hipster and my... Before Kyle and I talked to you guys on a regular basis, we did our own podcast, and he brought that franchise up all the time. And I was like, this I guy won't shut up games, about dude. this. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, so, so Jeff, your rule about hey, when a game gets remastered or released, you'll shut up about it. That didn't didn't apply with no, any of these because these have been remastered and re-released a yeah. bunch so yeah i just, uh, I just um, made that up about suikoden because i was uh 
Oh, I'm just tired of hearing about that name. I'm just tired of hearing that. That's a stupid game. You title. just said it really title. well, though. Look it's, at yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's better than I've ever said it. Yeah. Those lessons are really paying off. Stellar, um, Nihao, how dare you? How dare you? No thoughts on Stellar Blade. No thoughts. Stellar Blade. Stellar Blade looks fun, but like it didn't. Didn't blow me away. I like character I mean, action games. Yeah. Great, um, great butt shots. Great butt shots. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's the main reason yeah. it's gonna be seventy dollars. Uh, they they yeah, had that. They had uh, that fourteen. Uncharted. They had that fourteen-year-old uh, person. Remember that SNL sketch for then they made fun of Game of Thrones where there's like the the boob monitor guy who's like making sure that it's got nudity in it. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, I, I, so. can't, I can't. I can't um, Anyway, they have that for Stellar Blade too, making sure that they get those shots in there. Absolutely. Uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is on October 19th going to hit PC, which is awesome. Although it would be great to have the full Nathan Drake collection on PC. I think they should just put all the Uncharted games out there. Come on, man. But um, whatever. If you're PC only, you'll have to play those games out of order, which is fine. Four and Legacy of Thieves and um, Lost Legacy are both great games that you can enjoy. Standalone titles, no problem. But um, yeah, they're great. Uh, Let's see. Oh, here's one that I thought was interesting. The PSVR. Yes. Uh, so if you own PSVR games, like I do, and PSVR 2 at least has a little bit of interest for you, like it does for me, I'm kind of like, all right, what's this new tech going to look like? Am I going to buy in? Maybe. Uh, but now I'm legitimately, when I hear this, I'm kind of like, maybe I need to wait because it's going to be expensive. I know it's going to be expensive. And none of my PSVR games are going to work with it. None of them. So like, oh, really? there's no backwards compatibility from PSVR <laughs> to PSVR 2. That's so sure. crummy. That doesn't mean they aren't going to make PSVR 2 versions of some of them and re-release them, and you you know maybe they'll have some plan where you can get them for cheaper if you already own them. Who knows? But right now, that news is not good. That's even a, if, if the news like this even makes Fab go, what the hell, guys? Then you know you yeah. have to. <laughs> it's true, man. Even even he was like, this is a bad move. And it is this a bad is move. Bad. Here's, really here's bad why move. I think it's a bad move. I don't think backwards compatibility is something we should always expect with every device upgrade no. ever. I, I don't think we should. When they can, When they yeah. can do it, that's great. In this case, VR is a very niche way to enjoy gaming right now, and you've got a very small but very dedicated audience, and you're gonna now you're going to essentially give them the big middle finger for supporting you early by saying, sorry, our new device won't play any of the old games that you bought. So like, to me, it just, it feels like a weird, well, a weird thing to not include. But. And this is Sony's classical take on new hardware too. And something they're constantly belittled for. And they're still like, we're doing that thing that we always do guys. That y'all <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I, and I just, I'm like, how you guys are so like deaf to the community of this generation. It's so That's crazy true. to me. Like, Agreed. Y'all are killing it with games. I'm, I'm happy for it. You put yeah. those out, but like every time I mean, y'all get, every time y'all speak directly to us, I'm just like, you have no yeah. idea how to talk. What are you and what's doing? strange too is like technically, so it's like, so the last PSVR, those were PS4 games, right? So like, and PS4 yeah. games work on your PS5. Yeah. So you would think the games would just load on the PS5 and then just have the the hardware itself, I guess, just recognize. You think so, man? I, mean, I know there's more to it than that, but like. Yeah, it's you like, think so? I don't. I don't know. I'm Maybe pretty it's sure the quest on the screen or something because the screen I, I guess, is good on I, PSVR. I guess too. the real question is, is like, did the quest do that from the quest of the quest? What quest one of the quest two? Could you or the? oculus or whatever question. i don't know yeah, yeah i mean yeah. maybe there's maybe there's a pattern in this because maybe the hardware is so different and it is hard no to, i well, I, I, could be wrong. I think the software updates to fit the new technology that's out usually yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. i had a yeah. quest and a quest 2 i have the okay. quest 2 now my son has the quest and I can play anything on the Quest 2. It was and the Quest 1 nice. could not play Resident Evil 4 in certain games. 
Yeah. Okay. So this is a good example of like Sony just being Sony. Yeah. You know, Sounds like it. it yeah. Sounds yeah. like it. Which is a bummer. Sorry, um, ponies. All right. Anything else there in the Sony so section that you guys want to call out? Interesting to you? Three. Oh, you know what? I thought this was kind of interesting because I think it's funny that they're making a Gran Turismo movie, which we talked about. Uh, The the idea of them making a movie out of that is funny. But David Harbour... Somehow this is based on a true story. This is crazy. Wait, wait, what? David Harbour is is set to star in it. It's going to be directed by Neil Blomkamp. So is it going to have black slaves? (laughs) What? 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 How is that related to anything? It's based on a real story. Is that the only real story? It's the only real story. Jeff, black slaves and Jeff, black read that, yeah, read that description that, that you, you found for this. This is hilarious oh, to me. Oh, the story? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's based on a true story described as the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player <laughs> whose gaming skills won him a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. And Harbor's going to play like the David Harbor. Uh, Dan's out. The sheriff, whatever. <laughs> Uh, he's yeah. gonna play the mentor, uh, and Orlando Bloom's in it too. I don't know what he's gonna do, but uh, he's the teenager. He's the teenager. <laughs> yeah. He's like forty something. Yeah. He's like he's old as dicks now. They give him they give him that the Hobbit makeup to make him yeah. look. Yeah, he just looks smooth and like can't yeah, move. Just super smooth. Yeah. He looks like the fake Santa Claus from Santa Claus too. He's just a, there's a pedigree in this involved in this movie that I'm I'm wondering what Sony had over them. Did Dan actually camp. leave the show? He just walked yeah, away. He just walked out. It's stupid. Yeah, okay. uh, so, yeah. like, I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. But Neil Blomkamp, who, who did District 9 and Elysium, is directing it. The yeah. script is written by people that did uh, American Sniper and King Richard. Like, yeah. what, what kind of, I, I don't know, what kind of blackmail Sony has over these people that they're. And being... the actors that are attached are all really good. So, it's like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I bet you it's going to be a heartwarming tell, and it's going to be good. You know, it just, I don't even know, like, Gran Turismo's only impact on this story is going to be that he played a game, because there is no Grand Prix called Gran Turismo, like, that's not a thing that exists, so it's like, I don't understand how they're making a whole movie, whatever, it doesn't matter, it's Sony, they're going to screw it up, it's fine. Uh, Every time they try to franchise out with live action, it's terrible. They're the worst at at movie movie management, they're the worst, I'm sorry. Go see Morbius. Yeah. Man, oh man, oh man. What about that Craven movie, right, guys? Right, everybody? Oh man. Craven. Craven the Hunter. Craven movie. Craven the Hunter. Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to play it. Is that Thor's going to play Craven? How does that work? The greatest hunter to ever live in. He's just like totally jacked, that guy. And you got little boy Aaron Taylor Johnson to play this role. He's not that little, right? He got kind of jacked. He's not the rock big either. So he was right for Bullet Train. He was in Bullet Train with the mustache. He wasn't lit, but I see what you're saying. Not the rock. (laughs) I know, I know. But hey, listen, uh, Zach. I'm blanking on his name from Shazam. He clearly has a little bit of Zach extra Levi. muscle at, padded onto the suit Zach there. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but did he look super like buff in that football movie he's in? He, like, he, he is pretty buff Kurt, though. Like Kurt he, Warner. yeah, yeah. He looks really jacked in that movie. Yeah. I was just watching that the other day. Not a good movie. Don't watch that movie. I got good reviews. <laughs> Strike me. Oh. Which movie? The, Which movie? Uh, Kurt, the Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner movie. Oh, a football. I think it's American Underdog. And um, so, All right, uh, Triangle Strategy is not going to be a Switch exclusive for too much longer, but it'll still be a console exclusive. It's coming to Steam on October 13th, so that's pretty cool. Um, seems like Square does that a lot. They'll put some of these smaller RPGs out on Switch. And by smaller, I just mean like, they're not like the Final Fantasies. They're, not, they, they're still they're huge, great. Huge, yeah. Um, but yeah, then they come out on, on PC, which is cool. Um, guys, really bad news. Just a moment of silence for Babylon's Fall.
officially being shut down February 2023. Exactly one year, I believe. Just over a year, maybe. Living up to their title. (laughs) Yeah. That was the plan all along. They were like, yeah. no, no, we planned on one year of this game. Yeah, no, no this the is, fall this is, is designed so, into the mechanics of the game. You know? <laughs> so this is how genius people are. There's a guy who literally made a post. He's like, I think this really sucks for the gamers who bought this game. Like, you do realize it costs money to keep this service running. Yeah. Nobody's playing it. Yeah. And you're I've, upset that it's going to hurt gamers' feelings that paid for this game. I've come they to should be more way. mad that they bought the game, not yeah. that they're cutting the service off for it. Right. I come to find that 90% of gamers have no idea how the business side of this industry works. And uh, oh, navigating na- navigating that is a uh, is a fun thing every day. I just <laughs> like watching the contradictions of like they they hate like the way the companies make money, but then they get mad when people get laid off. Or the yes. overworked yeah. or anything. I'm like, you guys contradict yourself all the time. Yeah. 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 It's, yep. it's, it's enough to make a person In news that I thought was already happening, Ubisoft is saying $70 is now the norm for their big AAA games. I kind of thought it already was the it's, norm. But. Well, they were st- there's still some uh, big companies that are keeping it at 60 but I think eventually we'll see in the next year everybody going to 70 yeah. Yeah, so I guess Ubisoft they were saying, probably hey, testing. They're probably this. testing to see were sales dropping when it went to seventy, and I don't think they're seeing sales drop. Guys, guess what game they're starting it with though? Hmm. Skull, Skull and Bones, bones baby. Yeah, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Okay, that was. I, I still think that's ridiculous. I did too. <laughs> I, yeah. Listen, as um, someone who is trying, as someone whatever, who's trying but... to keep it pee on this game more than anyone else in this podcast. I'm trying to stay positive about this game. That hey. feels like a dumb move based on what the game is. We have a Plastic really good idea. We... Plastic wrapper boy. Plastic wrapper. Yeah. yeah. What are you strangling cellophane over there? <laughs> just a, I'm just imagining uh, Eve's Gamal. No, he's just right got now? some skulls and bones over there. But I'm um, imagining Eve's Gamal. What, what a bad game to test him. this seventy. What a bad game to test this seventy dollar thing on because when that game doesn't fail. They're gonna go. Well, this doesn't work. Then I'm like, no, you made a game that nobody like, wanted, and then put seventy dollar price tag on it. Like they have, fu- they fully pitched Skull and Bones, then they reworked it, repitched it, and now they've even done a, an another di- deep dive into it recently. And it's like, okay, we know what this game is. This feels like forty, fifty bucks. Yeah. Max. And uh, but no, it's seventy. So here we go. Whatever. Is there different tiers, or is it just seventy and that's it? That's That'll seven. be a, It's just no a. Okay. It's just. A, it's, it's not, not like a subscription. Business. It's just yeah. you buy the game. I just, just. I feel like this is where you roll the seventy dollar price tag out on your next big. I'm not talking about Mirage, Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. yeah, people will buy that seventy bucks. So out. um, the other day I think it was a great morning to wake up, as Kyle. At least as far as game announcements go, he got a bunch of Yakuza announcements. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe yeah. it. Jeff, Jeff got yeah. to it first, and I was like, "Where is it? I can't." Yeah, find you're like, it, "What dude? day is this?" Best TGS in years. <laughs> what day is this? Uh, but like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name is coming next year. I don't That's know anything about this, but tell me about. Uh, it this. is a epilogue to uh, six. Life, right? So Yakuza Yaku- six ends, it's like, it's like bridge the is, next two games. That is the end of the story of Kiru, uh, but um, you know. Kiru starts, you know, showing up in like the new series. You know, obviously he's the main character of the second game, uh, or one of them. He looks very boy bandy with his gray yeah, boy band hair. Um, very. I actually didn't even know that was him at first. Someone was like, "That's Kiru." I'm like, "That? Oh, oh yeah, his chin strap beard." Okay, sure. Um, anyways, but this is an epilogue that Brit maybe doesn't bridge this to eight, but like it's gonna let you know 
why would a guy who's retired for the 100th time from the Yakuza come back to do more stuff, yeah. you know? Well, they're just like, removing Yakuza from the title now, right? It's just yes, like a dragon? Like a dragon yeah, yeah, which I think it was I think it was always called that in Japan. Oh, okay. I could be okay. wrong was, on that. I'm, also, it was called like Ryu, Ryu... Ryu Genjin, but I think, didn't that mean like, like, like a dragon? Didn't that mean like a dragon, though, I thought? Oh, does it? I thought so. I, I, so you're saying I, that the original Japanese game name translates like a dragon, but maybe I out of Japan right. Jeff, they Jeff's were naming it. it. So I'll, I'll move on while he checks that. And okay. uh, but so yeah, this is going to be a bridge uh, to those games. And um, yeah, while Yakuza Seven is quote unquote a spinoff, it is most definitely Yakuza Seven as well. And I just don't know how to talk about this game and to explain why without spoiling it. So I just gotcha. won't. You're just gonna have to trust me. So Yakuza like uh, a dragon was seven. Yeah, yeah. And then now we have right. Like a Dragon 8 dropping the yep. name Yakuza yeah, coming out in 2024. Kiru's going to be in that too, as well as Ichiban. Kiru's like the main character in yeah. Yakuza yeah. So and the combo of both Like a Dragon, Ichiban, and Kiru. In, in yeah, it's, it's, nice. a, it's a it's dual. Cool. Like, even though you had control over a lot of characters in your party or whatever, you're probably going to have. Yakuza's uh, really known for having like one character in one city and another one doing something else in a different city. And the story oh, okay. kind of flashes back and forth. And that's how I think they're going to do it. See, man, then, I'm, I'm telling you. The, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, this is why. Listening to you talk about it over these last couple of years, but also just always being interested in this series, this is why I think myself, and I don't want to speak for Derek, but probably Derek, too, we're both like, it's time for me to jump into the series and catch up on this, because this Dude. is, I'm missing out too much. There's too it's much good stuff. Amount, like, I played, I said I played three and I beat it. And this was back on the PS3, so it was a long time ago. I enjoyed it, but by the time I got through three, I was like, I can't play anymore. I'll come back and, to it later. And three's the, the worst one of the series. So. It's the worst I mean, one. Yeah, that's why I felt. Well, and it's very good. Like, um, the series I, I is super popular like, in Japan. It is. Like, yeah, super, like, Dragon so Quest many levels. Games. When you have Kiwami or whatever... The second one, zero, three, four, five, six, like a dragon. <laughs> now this one, that's nine games. That's not even counting the zombie shooter. And they're one. not small so, games. No, they're 20 to 40 hours, depending on what you do. Uh, so, yeah, the real name in Japan is Ryuga Gotuku. And that literally translates to like a dragon. Got it. So much okay. like Resident Evil 7 is called Biohazard, yep. Japan is like merging the names of Western game and 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 their and their proper title names in like Japan and kind of like trying to figure out a way to like merge those brands. I love the name Like a Dragon. Yeah, same here. It's a good. It's a good name. And 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 by the time six ends, like the Yakuza is in a different state. Like uh, here in the modern day, where when six came out, like the Yakuza is still around, but like the way that the families are structured and everything. Uh, are, aren't the same, and that's reflective in the game. So, like the game kind of pivoting away from the name Yakuza, while it's still about Yakuza, it's not really about too. that anymore. Okay. Also, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the last piece of news uh, related to this Judgment and Lost Judgment both are out on PC now on Steam. I saw them; they're actually getting, of course, not a surprise, getting amazing reviews on there. You can get, I think, Judgment. I think is fifty, and then Lost Judgment is sixty. I think. I could be wrong. It could be 40 and 60. Both for 100, but I'll just wait for them to both go on sale. We'll go on yeah. sale soon. They're yeah. so good. Mike. But, uh, of course, good. folks on Steam are loving them already. They're getting amazing reviews there, which is Great. awesome. I'm glad the court is 
being received well. Yep, and if it's not, then usually you see that reflected in the reviews. It'll say Absolutely like, "Absolutely see it right away." It'll say at least negative, or yeah. at least mixed at the very. Yeah, I, I went to go buy that uh, food truck simulator, and it's like mixed, and I go, mm, "Maybe I'll wait." Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was really for that game, it but works. I, I, uh, I am not gonna buy a game where people yep. are like, "This game's broken. I don't want to play this." I'm like, "Yeah, me neither." You're I right. have to. Be, I, I always to be just go to the negative reviews to see if. And I don't read just one. I read multiple ones to see if they align. If it's just one whiny gamer, I don't care. But if it's yeah. like 10 yeah. people saying the same thing, yep. I'm having yep. trouble loading this game, blah, 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 then I'm like, All right. Or it's something like, hey, this game just is broken or it's just not balanced. Or like if they really can tell me why they scored it poorly, <coughs> yeah. I'm with you. Um, all right, we don't have to spend too much time on this because there's not a lot of news on it, but of course I'm excited about it. So we could end one and two remasters were announced. That was the Konami reveal. Here's yeah. here's the problem with this is that someone like myself, who's a major, major fan of this franchise, like I'm of course pumped. I've always wanted these on modern consoles. I only really keep my Vita around, <laughs> to be honest with you, to play the ports of these because I, I still have the PS1 classics on the Vita. Oh. Um, so I'm very excited for um, for these two games. I really also want three, four, and five, honestly, uh, to come out yeah. as well. But the flip side of the negative side is that Konami was teasing that, hey, that's this world renowned, whatever, whatever. And it just left a lot of people upset with a bad taste in their mouth. So that, to me, I'm kind of like, that's a bummer that they got people's hopes up. And they didn't just say, we've got some a Soikoden announcement coming up. Be, you know, they just shouldn't have out. said anything at all. Well, that's the thing okay, is that like, for a lot of people, it is a world-renowned franchise, though. For me, so. it is. Yes. Just well, they, not they, for America. They, they but what, right. I, what I'm saying <laughs> is that people who are like, it's got to be Metal Gear Solid, it's got to be right. Castlevania, it's got to be Silent Hill. They said it wasn't going to be. Like, I just... But when they, I know, but when they see that it's not that, then they see, well, Soikoden's fine, I guess, but like, well, I really wanted it. And I'm like, oh, I, so, wish you, I wish your mindset was a little more like, uh, hey, this is actually pretty freaking awesome. It's one of their best franchises. This is pretty freaking awesome. Kyle, that you had said that I think on the last episode, but when I when I saw that they were like, yeah, you know, beloved series, I didn't see anything attached to that saying like it's not going to be Metal Gear, it's not going to be Castlevania. So those people probably were just like, ooh, they didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine. Yeah, I'm totally fine with these two games. I am interested, especially I the second. Will one. Give them a shot. I'll go buy them. But I really, really wanted because I beat all the other Metal Gear games. I wanted. I wanted a remake of one. I want. I want it re-released. I want four on a new console, personally. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that on PC. Scrapped on PS3. Just bring it out. Yeah, that's the yeah, problem. I mean, Those games are trash. No one would be happier than me. <laughs> uh, so they <laughs> are know, both like, getting absolutely. some mild updates and improvements here and there. Um, but for the most part, it'll be the original experience. I watched some of the gameplay of it. It clearly looks improved and you know upres a bit. The backgrounds do. But like the original art design is all still there. I mean, the game still looked amazing back in the day. So I was surprised that the fanfare. Like I thought that this was going to be a, a way bigger. Like, not only just in our group, but just in general. And I, I it just. Seemed like a lot of people, like you were saying, were just like, ah, oh, this is not like the big. I thing think that it I was, was the context of them hoping yeah. for something else. Yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of like if Nintendo has a direct, and they have a really great game to announce, but it's not Zelda or Mario, which happens a lot, of course, mm -hmm. over the years. Yeah. People are kind of like, well, this direct kind of sucked. And I'm like, it was actually pretty awesome. It's just you wanted right. something different, and I feel like this announcement yeah. has a little bit of that edge to it but yeah um, yeah i just i grew up and maybe i grew up with a lot of around a lot of jrpg fans like people love this series so, so like yeah, it yeah. was it was weird to see that because like this is a really good step in terms of uh, game preservation you know yes. like this is a good game to preserve you know 
it's good that you have your games on the Vita, but can you still buy those games on the Vita? Did they no, shut that I can yet? only I can only re-download them. So right. you know, like there's oh, yeah. not a way to get these games in people's faces, you know, these days. And and the longer that we get away from those games, the more we have situations like the Ninja Gaiden situation where they lost the coding to the Xbox, so they had to use the PS3 port. People were mad about that. Right. Much like this Tales of Symphonia stuff, where it's like they lost the GameCube so code. So PS2. And then everyone hates that for whatever That's reason, right. you know, it's a big That's deal. Right. So it's like this, it's important it's that we preserve games, you know, yeah. it's draw distance too, is what I heard. Like everything okay, so. Yeah, they game. said that they said the GameCube version was 60 versus PS2 being 30. It's that's most most of the um, just just in case you're curious, most of the PS1 classics that I have on Vita have since been re-released. They're mostly Square games, you know, and um, and so anyway, but like Chrono Cross has since come out, you know, with its remastered version. And uh, I think the only other one that I don't think has been officially released is Xenogears. I have that as a right, classic yeah, and i don't be so think stoked for that else. game to get a re-release so, oh my goodness and the xenosaga um, ones too Zeno, yeah Zeno yeah, saga, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, so. and especially because this is konami like yeah. the fact that they even care enough to do this at all and like like you said like they're clearly touching up the game like the character yeah. models look like sharper but like the backgrounds look like a, a lot of work was done on the background so like they're yeah. clearly putting in the work for it so it's one of those games too that I do my best to kind of pull back how much I want other people to love it. No, I really want forward, other. Tim. You need to pull. I want. Had, I had. I had the friends in my childhood that you should have had to. Yeah. I. I just. <laughs> I want people to love it. I want people to love it so much because I think. This, I just think the characters are so so good, and I do think it's better to play one than two. Two's still great. You could play it and not know it, but there's certain characters that show up in one. There's even some recruiting you can do in two that were in one. Like there's just little elements, but it's not a lot. But it's enough that someone like. Dan, for sure, who's talked about how he likes to play things in order. This is a good tonight, example of where you benefit yeah, from. Yeah, Fable 2. Um, and it's funny because I jumped into the series on the PS2. I, I I didn't even know about it prior to the third one. The third one was actually my first one. Third like, one's this great. is fantastic. I third love one's great. Yeah, third one, third one was my first one too, Dan. Yeah. And it has some, third one has less of the connection to the previous games. It's more of a okay. standalone, but it has some. It has a few little things, but not as oh, many. Cool. Okay. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, if, and if this is a big hit, which I'm sure it will be, I think people will end up buying it despite kind of the the tepid like uh, uh, you know uh, fanfare to it. We'll get those other ones. Like those are coming, baby. You know, depends like, on the um, pricing. Pricing. It is hitting every. It is hitting every console. And um, seventy dollars for each one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Or buy them together. Thankfully, it's yeah, it is going they, they may be reading the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, actually, a good way of kind of reading the tea leaves, so to speak. I mean, I uh, Ayudin Chronicles, um, Hundred Heroes did great with their Kickstarter. So clearly, yeah. the fans are still there, there and yep. they wanted yes. to pump money into that because that's a spiritual successor. So not no one I saw a lot of people, but I did see a lot of people. I not not a lot of people. I saw people in bigger groups that were like, "So you get in?" They were super excited. Yeah, so I was happy fan. for them. I'm happy there them. are there are fans out there that are like, "Yes." Yeah, there's yeah. very few people who have really played them, gotten into them that dislike them. There's not a lot of that. There's just it's just not a very widely played game. People are aware of it because of annoying people yeah. like me, but they're um, that's the only reason I'm aware of it is because you talk about it. Because of me, that's literally the only like I'd never heard of it before you were like, see, I I never played the Suikoden games, but the PS2 mm. ones all had cool cover art. They did. And I'm not yeah, just saying this because we're talking about this. I always wanted to buy them, and I never did. I always was like, I want to play that. I want to play that. I want to play that. And I never did. Um, and then when he, when we started doing a podcast and he started talking about Suikoden 1 and especially 2, I was like, 
And then I went back and I was like, oh, that's that JRPG I always wanted to play. So, yeah, I'm the one that wants 3, 4, and 5 re-released, too. Like, I would like to to own those games and get into those as well. I will say, I know that turn-based can be an auto-no, or at least an auto-not-sure yeah, for a lot of play. folks. It's not for me. It's really not for me at all. But I will so say... Enjoy. Have fun. That's fine. You are I so will white. I will... White I, will... Yeah, I just want to go... So Dude, when, I, when I game, you are a bag I will say of <laughs> of Christ. the turn-based games, this one did a great job of making it feel really fast and action-oriented. Because right, yeah. as you take turns, other moves are happening, even though it is turn-based. But like, uh-huh. it's moving quick. Yeah. And, uh, well, and I, characters... saw, I saw the, the there was like a ten-minute something game. And there's auto battles. Yeah. So if you're just rolling through a dungeon or the fields or something, you just hit auto and just watch it play if out. You remake an old JRPG and you don't add that in. You're an asshole. Like this, Dude, you're right. No, no, yeah, auto like, battle yeah, was always yeah. there, but now they've added. Oh, up. was it always there? Okay, it was always there, but now you can speed it up and things. Okay, so that that's what yeah, I mean. The, the speed the up, speeding yeah, it up. Yeah, I'm but with, I agree you know. with Kyle. I think it's important, like as the game industry gets bigger, and we get more and more games, more and more games, and you're re-releasing games. And I'm even talking about modern JRPGs. We've talked about right. this before. You have to start getting away from the way you made the older games longer yeah. and start modernizing them to make players want to invest in them um absolutely the way you guys moved. talk about suikoden and final fantasy all that i'm gonna talk about like xenoblade chronicles 3 like that to me yep. it's the perfect jrpg for me i'm not saying it's better than what you guys like but they did especially going back and trying to play xenoblade chronicles they did exactly what i needed them to do to get me to play this entire game through mm-hmm. the story's yeah. great characters are great the world is amazing like trust me when you go play it when you guys play it you're gonna love the worlds but it was the fact that they made it bearable and the here's what i was most surprised by it looks like it's going to be a boring game gameplay wise it is not you are constantly moving you are constantly on your toes watching all these health bars go up and down it's complete chaos sometimes i lose track i'm like who's my enemy where am i hitting i don't know what i'm doing but like it's that's what i want to see in all like whether you're re-releasing a jrpg or you're going to release a brand new IP JRPG. Like, please make Quality a little more Dude. Yeah. Um, exactly. So Xenoblade I can get Chronic- through these games. The Xenoblade is actually almost like uh, a modern version of um, Suikoden. Because there's like how many characters on the ba- uh, on the screen, Tim? Three. Like, three. Well, there's um, six in Suikoden, but yeah. Yeah, so like, I mean, in how so, many yeah, in, in Xenoblade? in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, your party is Seven. technically eight, but it's two of oh, them it is are eight, clowns. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a well, little you know, bit of similarity there, you know? It's there's more a modern eight, version. eight main characters, but two of them are clowns that you shut up, get out of here, you're yeah. sneaky little dolls. But there's six characters. Manana. In that, <laughs> yeah, yeah six fair, characters. Yeah. It is. They're kind of like minions. Yeah, I hate them. I'm not a fan of them either. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got seven characters fighting. Yeah. At the same time. And also, you're Usually. recruiting dozens of heroes throughout it, too. Right. Yeah. So, like, well, there are. I have only recruited like half the heroes. There's like. Yeah. So, so, Derek yeah. and Kyle, both of you, over the course of several weeks, have got me. Like, I've done. I just did this today. I'm on the Nintendo eShop. I was just trying to get. Uh, you know, a demo to see what demos were out or something. And I'll sit there and hover over the Xenoblade Chronicles 3, like the deluxe edition that has the, the pass. It's like 90 bucks. And Take I'm just like back. sitting there looking at it. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 so I'm close. I'm close. 
Um, that that means it's gonna uh, happen. Why don't you just go with the regular one and just do sixty? And that will make <laughs> you feel like you're getting a deal. Yeah, I, uh, even like the new thirty dollars uh, Even the new okay. deals. Yeah, even the new <laughs> DLC that we're about to get. It's like you're gonna get a new hero. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need more than that. I will yeah, buy yeah. the expansion pass, but I need more than that. But they, yeah, yeah. I think they'll add a, an expansion like they, they did with will. the second They will. They will. Yeah. That It'll golden be a giant one. twenty-five hour piece of content. They you did the same. They did the same thing with Definitive Edition too. Like it came with like a secondary story that was like twenty hours long. So yeah. Yeah. the first game. You bought the second game, right? I own the first two. Yeah. Okay. I know you like the second one. I don't think you I did. Beat it. I didn't, but I loved that game. I just, I had the same thing where I started to get lost and things were convoluted and I came That's back to it. never going to happen in this Dude, game. Dude, I was only, I was only away from that game for like a week, maybe two. Yeah, and I went same. back to it and I was like, crap, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> or what. I wasn't okay. making it up. It's hilarious that I've gone back to that game for four years now. I go back every three to six months because I'm like, I should beat it. And right before, th- no, right after three released, I went and just was like, well, where am I at in two? Can I get anywhere? And I found the area that I was lost in and found the key and was able to get past that. And I was like, should I play two to the end or go to three? <laughs> I made the right call. Three is yeah. 10 times better than two. I think two is a good game. But again, it's... you play three and you realize one and two, two and right. one's classic. One is considered a classic. Yeah. One and two are not on the level of three to me at all. It's just a better game. But yeah. All right, my good. point was modernize JRPGs, please. Last piece of news I wanted to say, which I think is funny, because we taught we <laughs> and I'll put myself in this category. I also make fun of and whine about the game awards not including all the games from that year, blah blah blah. But the Japanese game awards, the Japan yeah. game awards, they went that. ahead and named their best game of 2022 already as Elden Ring. <laughs> They're like it yeah. was the one no. we made. No. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have nothing else. They're like God of War. No one cares about Nordic. That is so funny because even one of their biggest companies, uh, game making companies at least in Square, still has several games left to come out this year. But they're like, nah, not gonna be better. Over there, over there, they call American crap like God of War. They're like, oh, that mac and cheese crap. I'm that mac and cheese. (laughs) That barbecue (laughs) and firework bull crap. Pass. Mac of War. (laughs) Pass. So anyway, all right. Um, it is time to start wrapping it up. I know we talked about Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which I mean, I I love hearing about that game because I really do want to play that game. Um, I played a little bit of the free Epic Store game that's out this week. Is the Captain? There's another one, Spirit of the North, where you're a fox. I haven't I tried have the that. Captain now. Oh, yeah. You're, you're but still I, fighting Tom Hanks in that game. Is that what you're saying? It, it is not that. Oh, um, wow. okay. well, this is a game that. If you play, if you played and enjoyed the old Sierra adventure games, i.e. Space Quest, the captain is for you. If you like those games, if you don't like that kind of point and click adventure, you got to figure out what item to get. And that kind of if you don't like that, don't play this. But it, it is very much that. And uh, and I do like that. It's a nice throwback. It's even even kind of looks like a Space Quest game. So if you don't know what I'm talking about with Sierra game, don't worry about it. Um, it's fine. Um, so I've been playing that. Anything else that you guys have been watching or playing before we wrap things up, whether it's new or old or whatever? Anything? I beat Steel Rising. I posted it in the group so you guys know. But oh, I did? just want to say, uh, oh, you didn't know? Okay. Um, cool. So I beat Steel Rising. It took me 18 hours. Um, I enjoyed okay. it. it. It's uh, It's got its flaws. I've talked about that last week. It's definitely flawed. It's not perfect. It is easily the easiest Souls game Ever and that's without even touching the assist mode, mm-hmm. and that's not because oh you play a lot of games so you're just good at them. No, 
God, they have made this so freaking easy. Like, you can cheese every boss. The last boss, all I did is throw grenades at him. And he was just like, (laughs) the whole time. He could not get close to me. Is that literally the animation? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. It's such an It is the folks who made Greedfall, I'm just saying. (laughs) But, uh... Really good game. Don't ask me about the story. That one I literally <laughs> skipped all the cutscenes. Bunch of guys in wigs talking. Um, did not if care. If I'm not mistaken, the story is the steel rises and the steel does the rise. Steel rises, bro. Yeah. I will say, and I said it last week. I was surprised how much I liked the protagonist, Aegis or whatever Aegis. Yeah. Um, I thought she was a cool character. I I did like her voice acting. I liked her character in the game that she was completely robotic, but also was capable. Like her AI was capable of understanding what they were asking her to do, but she was still compliant with her her role in all this. Um, but it was a it was a fun game. Like it's a really fun game. It's not hard. So it's not one where people are like, I just can't do Souls games. I can't lose all this stuff. Yeah, in the beginning, the first hour, you're going to get your butt kicked because you just don't know how to play. As soon as you learn how to play, you're going to be like, dude, this is the easiest game ever. You'll start to figure it out. That They give you so many things for you to utilize to make the game easy for yourself. But just a good time overall. It's definitely a swimming in sevens, but for me... It's an eight. I liked it way more than Greedfall. I know they're different games, but it's the same developer. I yeah. enjoyed my time with it way more than Greedfall. Yeah. They really just need to uh, find somebody who just knows how to make characters freaking move properly. and They're just going to make just... robot games going forward. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Me. Just do that. Yeah, I guess just make the every... Every character. human being at the end of the game, uh, their next game, Greedfall 2, at the end of the game, the, the big reveal will be like, all the humans were really mm. robots. You just yeah. didn't know. So that's why they walk like this. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but they could also hire somebody who knows how to make a character, actually, <laughs> in combat. I know. Maybe. I'm sorry, like, I always am like, oh, they're a smaller studio, have grace, and I'm for that. They are. But they make bank. These guys are making money. Let's hire a little bit more talent. Let's grow the team. Let's call them a movie. The fact that you're making Steel Rising and Greedfall 2 at the same time tells me you're hiring more people. Now let's get more talent so we can, like, clean up these cutscenes, clean up these animations, but... Gameplay-wise, world, by the way, the world is awesome. It I always seems awesome. I yeah. love the way it looks. It's a great place to explore. Yeah. Great game. So uh, among many things that you watch, Jeff, one of the things that stands out to me, and then you can call out whatever else you want, was the one that I was interested in was see how they run. I think the cast and the setting just looked really cool, but yeah. how was the actual movie? Um, I. It depends on your appreciation for who done it type movies that's uh, i like those like, i like murder like mysteries if you like yeah do, do you like murder on their orient express or whatever was i mean i yeah because i know that they don't always review real great but i don't mind kind of the campiness of some of that stuff yeah so it's like that but there's way more meta jokes in okay. this where like they're very aware like the very beginning has adrian brody doing a voiceover on like all all who done it's are the same or whatever like so i mean they're calling themselves out um, got it and I, I don't know that that made the movie better for it. I kind of yeah. felt like them telegraphing their own ending. 
kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Sure. But I will admit that I highly enjoyed the way that the movie ended. Um, so the way that that all shook out was really well done. Nice. Um, so, so, I mean, there's some humor in it, but the jokes kind of fell flat for me. Maybe it just hurt that I was the only one in the theater. There was nobody mm. else there. I'm that definitely gonna... hurts their box office count. Yeah, I know. But I was going to the theater that nobody else goes to. Uh, not okay. that it's run down. It's just nobody else really goes there. It's kind of in a weird spot. Um, so yeah, the uh, the there, ensemble cast Rockwell they have was really good in it. Saoirse I Ron love Sam great. Rockwell. Yeah, the the ensemble cast they have reminds me of that one that comes out next month, the uh, Amsterdam. I know they're very different movies. I just mean like the, like the, kind of the. There is a murder mystery involved in that one though. Yeah, um, there's there's elements of it in the two trailers. I've only seen the two yeah. trailers. That kind of I was like, it all sounds right. Sounds like I'm I'm more as far as whodunits go. Last Onion, which is a Knives Out sequel. Oh yeah, I am so freaking hyped for that. Me too. Movie, dude. Yeah, that's oh, great. Oh my god, yeah, that's great. I, uh, apparently it's really really good it's like on par with the first one so yeah uh yeah i'm really really happy i haven't that. actually seen that yet um i feel like gaston would be mad at me if, definitely go see it uh i think it's on amazon prime uh mm, but yeah okay. uh, i guess Tom would be mad at me if i didn't mention that i finished primal season two uh mm. he's a huge fan that, of that show, show looks sick it's so good it's a gendy tartakovsky get mm-hmm. get gendy whatever it's it's his baby um and uh i feel like based on how the finale ended that was it I feel like that was the whole show. Mm. Um, but at the same time, they can, he could easily come back and tell more stories in that world because it's more about the world setting of uh, Caveman, and there's a lot of fantasy elements, too. Um, caveman is that the and dinosaurs same, um, and stuff like that. Same guy that did uh, Samurai Jack? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. And Hotel Transylvania, but we don't talk about that. Uh, and the original Clone Wars. Oh. And original, yes, he did do the first to run a Clone Wars, um, mm. which was beloved. Uh, this is just such a great show. Barely any dialogue. It's all about the action mm-hmm. and the animation style and like how brutal people could be in those times. I mean, because they had to be. Um, and there's even an episode where like it cuts away to something totally different, way down the line, way closer to our time frame, mm. where it's just people talking about primalistic urges. And I'm like, what is this doing in this show? It comes out of nowhere in the middle of the season. It's so yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the show's a big swing. Yeah, the I, reviews on it are amazing. So. Yeah, it deserves all the accolades. Great. Nice. I've seen the first season. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I think it should be on HBO Max by now, like all of it. So. All right. Anything else? Um, I just watching realized and playing. That I. Uh, it's my birthday. I'm 36 now. Oh, happy birthday! I literally just realized. I'm like, oh happy yeah, it's the next happy day. Birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, that's right. On it's the your, East Coast. It's your birthday. Too. It's not your birthday yes. where I am, but uh, happy okay. birthday. Well, I'm a time traveler. Oh shit! So. I'm the youngest one here. Oh my god! I didn't realize I was the youngest person. Yeah. You're the youngest. Are yes. you turning 36? I'm turning 36 this year. Yeah. I turned 36 oh, in okay. July. I I turned it in July. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're the baby. Year olds. Yeah. You're the baby here. And I was Derek is I didn't know I was older than you. Derek is 60. He's sick. On the inside. He said yes. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, uh, thank you guys. I know there's a lot more that there, there even oh, other games hey. that I've been trying. Oh, go ahead. Did we make fun of Babylon's Fall and how hysterical yeah, that we is? Did. We did. Yeah, oh, we okay. did. I, I completely missed that. Though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, kind of, I was trying to set you up with a softball on it, but I think that's when you had to step away or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what. my internet like cut out for a second, but yeah. oh, no worries. I see. Babylon's Fall deserves it. That's. Fun. I tried yeah, to set you up I, with like a real slow pitch softball. I was like, Dan. Nah. I watched uh, way I more than what you know, because there were like six movies coming out this weekend, and I'm seeing like all of them uh there's way more it's just it's fine but i'm kind of in the same boat like i've been you'll see my take on it so i've been i've been trying a bunch of different games combat like i've got probably seven demos that i've downloaded i played like three of them today so i'm just not going to go through all of them right now but if they stand out to me down the line i'll I'll let you guys know about it so 
from now, which is great. Great. It is. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for taking the time and uh, good luck with your backlog hall of shame game. Don't forget to dive into it at some spec ops. Oh man. Spec ops. It's a a morally rough game. I'll tell you. Yeah. Bayonetta, binary domain, fable one, Dan, we all decided. uh, I said two. It's my birthday. God damn it. Anniversary. Well, happy birthday. We're gifting you. Look at this. It's a fit. Experiencing it in the right order is important because I mean, you go through the time, like you go through the times. Were you change. born at I mean, two the, or were you born at one? The thing is, I'm throwing a fit because it's funny. I already bought Fable Anniversary Edition. So. Yeah, it's really good. You're going to like it, Dan. I promise. But I, but I fucking hate all of you. So. You're welcome. You <laughs> are welcome. It on hey, PC? it's better than Harvestella. I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, most things are. Uh, so. Okay. So. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Uh, Boobies. Go play.